Or like a gin alley type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was very much the, the, the vibe. There was a guy, when, when I was in there, there was a guy who was so annoyed with the, uh, the, the slowness of the service that he was just like, he, I, he angrily snatched his uh, prescription form off the, off the man. That was very funny. Um, everybody's like that. Yeah. In that sort of situation. Uh, skew, uh, skew-o-morphic, is it skewomorphic or skewomorphic? It's one of those words that I've only heard Americans say, so I'd say skewomorphic, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's got a syllable less, so it's better. Yeah. The, the, skewmor- the eye hospital mm. in Brighton is mm. skewmorphic and it has uh, the, well number one it's, it, it's ass faces the, ro- the main road mm. and so when you try to get in it's actually there is a door but it's not yeah. the right door there's also a side door that you're mm. meant to go in for specific things like surgeries and special appointments yeah. but that's the wrong door and you have yeah. to use like a video phone or some <laughs> shit and then the real front door is around the back yeah. and then and when you you go to the back front door and there's all this which is the front mm. there's there's like these circular windows yeah yeah and, it, and it's sort of if you if you look at it it's sort of got like a nice little like sort of round it like yeah, if like you, you go in yeah it's 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 it's, it's like yeah it's all it's all like it, it feels like you're in a giant eyeball it's um, very odd it's a strange vibe like that yeah. something about that particular I don't know. Is that good? Is that what? What do you even? Is that? That's postmodern. Is what it is. Right? Yeah. It's not modernist. It's postmodern. When was it even built? I don't know because I think it's, it feels like the it's all of the innards. Yeah, brick. yeah. The innards are probably a bit different from the building itself because like it the innards like feel like they're. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but. Anyway, if anyone knows yeah. about the history of the Brighton Eye Hospital, <laughs> hit us up. Article for Siegel on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've I'm, I'm recovered. Now. Yeah, listeners, I was off last week for for eye eye related uh, troubles, but now mm-hmm. I'm I'm back and I'm feeling great. In the words of Hillary Clinton, um, I I'm I've had a, a nice day. Did a bit of work. You medicated up. Yeah, medicated eyeballs. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my I got my eye juice juice in my eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, I got my I had a driving lesson. Um, nearly ready, nearly ready for my for my driving test. I think went to have lunch with with a, 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 a friend, a mutual friend of the podcast, Victor. Um, mm. Shouts if you're listening, Victor. Um, and then I just spent the afternoon in uh, various cafes in Hove doing bits and pieces for Seagull, which is nice because I've there's loads of like admin bits, like you know sort of site updates and server like, updates and stuff that if I've you not tried yeah. to tackle the little admin mm. bits in one go. It would just be like that would be like the most efficient way of doing yeah. it. If you just yeah, yeah, yeah. Individually, you yeah. Like, context switching might help. Yeah, basically, I was because I was like every every time I've tried to I've tried to do them, I'm just like I bounce off a bit. So I was just like, okay, well I'll just like set aside an afternoon. And it's just like you know update the server because like there were a bunch of there were like two sort of loose groups it was just like you know sorting out accounts and stuff and then sorting out like basically like server nonsense because there was you know there's just stuff like updating the server and then also and the ghost installation and then trying to work out why the various bits and pieces of our like email tracking weren't working the answer turned out to be dns bullshit um oh, it's always dns it's always bullshit. dns bullshit well i got like a thing i, mm. I started like you actually using https mm. and uh, a few a couple of a couple of <laughs> Thanks, yeah, sorry. Exactly. Stupid um, watch. Um, a few, a few years. Ago, I don't know. A couple of years ago, mm. whatever it was. I don't. I, I don't. I can't remember things. I can't remember anything I do on on a, on a Linux server. It's just like <laughs> every time it's something different that goes wrong, and like using like let's encrypt and everything mm-hmm. right and like I, I just feel like co- i'm constantly I, mean, I need to set up a cron job or something mm-hmm. i'm constantly like oh no my server's not going to work again now I'm <laughs> do it something again. And you put you put up that mm-hmm. script and then it's like. Mm-hmm. If you do it something wrong, it then sends, it says like, we've like, we've like, you know, temporarily like yeah. put you on a block list because you've sent us the wrong DNS, mm. the, the fucking, uh, the wrong key thing. Yeah. Times. I don't know. 
So it's, it's things it's, like that. Yeah, I, I they, love they like website. They like to invent more little yeah. bits of bureaucracy just to keep things fun. You know? Website admin, the most fun job. I just, just, I, I don't know how Web, I like. Webmaster. Yeah, well, I do. That's the thing. I know, I like, I, I, I know people who do that for a job, and I'm just like, how. Like where where does that come from? Like I you know I think I have a boring job which is involved fiddling around with technical bits of nonsense. Like that's mm. the I don't know. It just feels like th- thinking about it feels about, like a headache. There's something about like that thing of doing something like that where it's like you're a particular link in the chain, right? Mm. And it's like well you you don't control what's necessarily on the website, mm. nor do you control the like server, mm. but you do control everything in between. And so yeah. it's your job to make sure that all of that's working. And mm. if someone puts the wrong fucking content on the website or whatever yeah. then that's not your fault mm. right and also if the if the machine itself goes mm. down that's not your fault yeah but anything in between i just feel like that kind of particular thing i find it so like i can't imagine taking a, that much joy in something that's like very it's like liminal employment sure it, right? being a middleman like yeah, exactly. it's entirely middle middle middleman stuff yeah but I feel like it's one thing, I don't know, it's, in theory it's not as bad as, as like being a drop shipper, right? Mm. Where you're just like making some sweet Lambos by pressing, yeah. uh, pressing a button that presses a button. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's like, I don't know, it just seems like an odd kind of... It's, ever, it's very it's yeah. very obsessively technical, but mm-hmm. it's not even like down to the metal. No, it's not yeah. even up to the point where you're in the one that's actually mm-hmm. in charge of the, the actual final thing that happens. Yeah. Like you're not like making an impact on the world via mm-hmm. the website having something good on it. Or providing the entire like service from the ground up, mm. you're simply just facilitating the other people that do those two things to do the thing that they do. Yeah, I don't know. It's very curious. Like well, I don't know. Maybe in a lot of cases, like the person who does that is also the person who does the server, the, the actual well, yeah, server bits yeah, and exactly. bobs. I suspect yeah. that that's the the answer is like that's probably like the the less fun bit of that job. Yeah. But like it's still yeah, it's, it, it it does still feel fundamentally unsatisfying. And like that that sort of. <laughs> that sort of mid, you know, which, which I guess is, is you're right. It is a bit like that sort of weird. Um, have we ever talked about like, the drop shipping stuff on the podcast before? There's because a lot of it. it's fascinating to me. Like, I remember you hearing know, about this yeah. like ten years ago. Yeah, and and there was all these people like, yeah, this is just one of those things mm. that people aren't really talking about. Mm. And then about like two or three years after that, everyone started doing all the like. The, the, you know the mm. kind of get rich quick yeah. kind of thing started to happen I, and evidently yeah. it must have been a thing where people were like oh yeah there's this new thing that you mm. can do and then yeah. it turns out that you can't really do it and so you yeah. have to just sell people no. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it right but it's just weird to watch that becoming a because there's evidently going to be I think the, probably the next thing is going to be like mm. AI right sure like yeah, yeah. chat GPT plugins mm. is going to be the new app store yeah. from 10 years ago right yeah whatever that well, get rich it probably is, already right? is right because like, I think the trouble is sorry I'm just mm. going to put some actually I'm not going to fuck around with this sorry I have to put the thing in five minutes after the other thing. Oh, okay. two, two seconds. Yeah, oh, you should have told me. Would have paused the. Sorry, thing. sorry. I can send some vibes to the listeners while you're while you're out of the room. Tremendously professional of me. Sorry. No, it's good. You need a little break sometimes. It's like the rests are part of the music. Right? <laughs> it's all about the eyes you don't put fucking yeah. juice into. The um, <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? You were saying about the the. Oh, nice. That is a good sound. That is a good sound. I used to. It used to be told that it was only crystal glass that would work, and I don't know what that means. Isn't all glass crystal <laughs> of some kind of allotrope or whatever? <laughs> Um, yeah, what was I talking about? Uh, 
Yeah, I was just talking about the idea that there's always there's always one of those kind of things. Yes, yeah, yeah. You've got a more specific object mm-hmm. level uh, yeah. thing to tell me about dropshipping. I don't no, know. no, no, no. I, 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 that's a, I think that's a good a good sort of point, which is that drop shipping yeah. retire early by the age of thirty. Yeah. How long have you got to make a dropshipping empire? Um, <laughs> literally a month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it a, month. a month, a month, a month, and then tomorrow. You yeah, a month that. tomorrow. You could, yeah. you could do a TikTok on that. Yeah. A month long TikTok. Yeah. A really long, <laughs> the longest. How long can a TikTok be? Sixty seconds? Is it? I don't actually know. I feel like I've seen like TikToks that are longer than that but I don't really you have, to have TikTok premium or something <laughs> <laughs> but like it's yeah I, I think that there is all, you're right that there is always like a foundation <laughs> there is it's a subsidiary of the of the, of the long now is like, like being a, clock like thing like a note with a bar yeah <laughs> a note with a bar over it. the the, the fuck's sake the, hey, um, the dotted eight yeah there you go <laughs> The 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 thing about that always being a a, a thing is is it's, it's one of those things where you you, you sort of recognise you know once you've seen a few of them come and go like you say you know the sort of here's how you do drop because I feel like podcasting was probably it for a while right you had all the people who were like you know yeah. it's a bit higher effort because a lot was of the podcasting yeah. ever like a big money spinner or was it more of a kind of a lot of people were getting given advances which sure. were like, yeah nice, yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah I guess, I guess maybe it's it, it, it's that but like, well, like pivoting yeah. to video is a bit more like sure that. yeah I don't know, I, we've I, always I, been a video podcast yeah Absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah, that people really need to get on a level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they need to pivot to watch our videos. Yeah, <laughs> really about. watch our videos on pivot chat. No, yeah. um, the 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 thing about the yeah because the AI chat stuff is obviously because that I see bits and pieces of this filter through like in various you know newsletters I follow where they're just like you know big lots long lists of links and you get things like there was one I saw the other day which is like a you know sign up to get the you know curriculum for teaching your kids how to be prompt engineers or whatever the fuck yeah. which is really funny I really like the idea that people are like you know you know you remember you you always used to hear about that sort of you know when we were in secondary school and they'd be like you know fifty percent of the jobs of the future don't well, exist today yeah, 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 and i like yeah. people being like it's teach like, your kids now to do this thing that will definitely like even if it is a thing like it's not going to look anything like it what like it looks like today like atari 800s or Commodore yeah. 64s you know <clears throat> acorn electrons for their kids mm-hmm. right in the 80s and like you've got to like learn bbc mm-hmm. basic yeah and you've got to learn japanese yeah. that's <laughs> future, right? and it's like it's, not yeah Blade Runner, it's, right? it's one of those things where you, you you sort of understand the instinct and you can sort of see well some of that's going to be transferable certainly but like all of the specifics are either like wrong and stupidly so or just not it just feels a bit weird but i guess what else can you do i suppose you're just mm. like yeah i guess we'll you know better try and work out how they can cajole chat gpt into doing this or whatever but i don't know i, I find that sort of thing very weird but yeah it, it, what do you it, reckon the skills for the future to distinguish your, your you know let's say mm. you have a hypothetical child and you want mm. them to be able to have you know bountiful you know employment in the future right mm. what sort of skills do you reckon they should have because I was thinking it's going to be things like being able to make um, VR chat like skins mm. for themselves to make themselves look really like cool and mm. presentable. Because bear in mind, like in the future, when you have a job interview in twenty years, mm. it's going to be in a VR chat mm. metaverse thing, right? Clearly, and and so if your persona that you're repping mm. yeah. looks really employable, yeah. that's probably going to be more important than the skills you do or don't have. Because the mm. skills are kind of not going to be important in the future, yeah. right? 
it's going to be more about brand. Yeah, well, it's, it's like in the way it already yeah. is on the internet. Like, but that's just yeah. going to be almost everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like or is, just be a yeah. plumber. <laughs> is, is your fursona well groomed? Yeah, Do they have Super Mario? Yeah, can furries have tattoos? Yeah. Like I feel like because I was like maybe well, you probably you could, want to like not have obvious you... either obvi- non-obvious or non-visible yeah. tattoos or it's depending no, on the kind of job right you go tattoos. for the right kind of tattoo it's right yeah exactly the, I think that yeah. not having tattoos is mm. going to be a real well no so here's the thing I think not having tattoos mm. is neutral right having sure. the wrong tattoos but having the right tattoos is going to be very it's a plus positive. yeah it's a plus yeah I presume that you dye the like fur oh sh- no that makes something. more sense actually yeah and in a way that's that's, that's quite nice because that's sort of like temporary right it's like yeah, a, yeah, a, well, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, can, it can exactly mm. when you're like when you're mm. farming you've got the sheep and you can mm. like, spray paint sure them. yeah like I, I believe it's spray paint that they use yeah to spray paint them with um, yeah that, that I think probably something like that having the right sheep spray paint number mm. like having the number of the year maybe mm. the correct number like a sure. two digit number uh, probably like knowing things that like think it would be about having knowledge that isn't correctly lossily encoded by the language models and isn't easy to find, right? Having obscure knowledge which tends to get compressed down to a reduction of that knowledge when mm-hmm. put into a language model and isn't easy to find with traditional search or database lookup techniques. Having that kind of knowledge is probably going to be the, the weird edge cases. Sure, right? yeah. All the knowledge that gets dusted into the corners and just kind of ends up there. Well, it's, 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 it's one of those things where, like, eventually, I, su- I suppose that you could end up with uh, a sort of, like, almost, like, I guess a, 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 a cast of, like, obscure you know like, like the obscure knowledge people who have that knowledge yeah, yeah. and jealously hoard it because if they give that away to the machine if they give forums. it give it away too much then that yeah. would be their like that well, could get by that point presumably integrated too readily into it yeah, well, because crucially and, it's got yeah. to be knowledge that's like if it's sufficiently niche and, mm. and, and unimportant mm. and, and small, it obviously doesn't matter. Mm. But if it's sufficiently big and impactful, if, it, mm. if it's like a really big turns out, mm. like for example, right, knowing that there's a certain episode of Doctor Who mm. from a certain mm. year had some weird thing about it that wasn't like the others, right? Mm. That's going to be the knowledge that what the language, language mm. model won't be able to encode mm. that until it's got like a trillion parameters or whatever. It just won't be able to know that because no one will care, right? So that kind of thing obviously isn't important, right? Mm. But if you could find levels of uh, slightly less important that they wouldn't show up, but more important than not actually being relevant at all to anyone ever, Mm. like some weird... I think probably it's going to be... It's going to cause the collapse of copyright and... Mm. Well, it's going to cause the collapse of, like, patents as an enforceable thing, right? Because presumably any AI is going to be able to trivially work around patented stuff. It's going to be way easier to work around patents mm. because it's just going to be the patent system won't be able to keep up. So anything that's public knowledge, won't, you won't be able to protect it, right? It's like it's like um, the AI can basically do like. So, the, uh, you know, uh, like CFOS or Jim Johnson, like those composers yeah, who work exactly, for the WWE, exactly. like their job is basically change the legal required number of notes I to make it a different song. I very good at legally. Yeah. Right. It's, it seems like obviously like it's like programming, but with mm. natural language kind of thing. But like it would evidently be, able to be quite good at doing things to circumvent legal requirements. Uh, but I also think that probably things which are, yeah, things which are like, trade secrets are going to be i think probably more important mm. protecting trade secrets and maybe even protecting trade secrets by making them like 
hard to leak because they're not even they're not even like easy to understand well, by encoding your knowledge mm. just as a series of numbers that are just on someone's like sure. thumb drive yeah and and that's like the key to making the semiconductor fabrication mm. process work that kind of yeah. like thing what, which couldn't easily be understood and, and worked around what, right? what I, 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 I magic numbers yeah. right I remember, incantations yeah. numerology I remember, that fucking the Sky Alexander book I remember right? someone saying that, there, that, that, that apparently various different places have been kicking off because like stuff from their secret documents has been coming out in like mm. chat GPT like GPT um, outputs yeah. which means that at some point someone has been putting it into it like it's because they, they yeah felt, yeah right? and they've, they've just scraped it off and it, so it, every taste mm. bin is now in yeah there, so. someone's like oh, I just need to share these, these yeah. credentials there's a whole load of them so yeah. I'll just put them in a paste bin kind of thing that's <laughs> what happened with yeah. uh, GitHub bless you thank you sorry but that's, that's oh, very yeah. similar to what happened with GitHub yeah sneezed their their keys on yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about the AI again, Joseph. Yeah, well, it's the main that's the, thing. That's, that's the thing. On. It's like if we you know if you were watching something and it's in World War Two and it isn't sure. really about World War Two and you're a bit like, mm. Mm, yeah, being a bit, trying a bit hard. To not <laughs> um, no, we've got some actual cards. What okay. were we going to talk about before that though? I had some actual things. Uh, talking about dropshipping. Oh, no, before that, dropshipping. Yeah. Uh, I bought some things on Amazon, which mm-hmm. we can, I can't. I can't do a review because they only arrived today. Okay, but we can talk about them. This is a continuation of an existing saga. Right? Okay, I have bought. Uh, I've, there's been some continuations in the moths. Oh, hell yeah. I've bought... Can you describe these objects that I've handed you? This so, is an empty box, but this is yeah. a product that I bought. This feels like... This is like... It's, it's, it's like someone doing a sort of... Like faux retro kind of yeah, yeah, snake like, oil salesman. Doctor Killigans are again. Doctor Killigans is really like, funny if, name. If, if, if you ever look at like the branding of something like beard oil. Yes, like yeah, yeah. It's right. all like it's all like yeah. cringe. Like like Doctor Killigan is clearly like an epic Reddit dude. Yeah, like yeah. Um, it, it, do, I will say that Doctor Killigan <laughs> is a, that is a funny a name. name yeah. Uh, pantry moth traps and the moth has like the Ghostbusters. No, yeah, yeah, but it's no a moth. moth. No moth. Uh, blue stripe twice the potency twice the allure uh, right? which could blue also stripe. be yeah blue stripe which could also be like an advert for I don't know like a fucking the famous blue pill yeah but, but, <laughs> Uh, six moth. pheromone moth That's traps. That's what it literally is. Which yeah, makes yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning. I was gonna say it's like it's like fucking. It, this this is the the way that they sell like you know fucking you know yeah, yeah yeah links or whatever. Uh, green products, non toxic, recycled paper, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Doctor Killigans. I oh, fuck off! Right, here we go. So then, this is this is where you can tell the Reddit shit, right? I think I've actually read. This. Like, what so you this? go. So organic and all natural foods often invite organic and all natural pests. Common oh. pantry moths are the worst offenders. I will say it's a shame about the decline, of, like the, the the presumed imminent death of copywriting, because this is good copy. Yeah, uh, it's all gone into yeah. the machine. Common pantry moths are the worst offenders. Sneaking into your kitchen by way of your packed dry goods. Once inside your home, they can be nearly impossible to eliminate. Doctor Kill- Doctor Killigan, Doctor Killigan's monster. Doctor Killigan, that's uh, Killigan. Killigan's what? island. He was one. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Killigan's yeah. uh, moth traps are the perfect solution using only the stickiest glues mixed with the highest quality ferroid <laughs> attractants <laughs> only the stickiest glues <laughs> the top the, the, yeah the, then top literally fly then top that off with killer design mm. uh, and you have a recipe that no moth will be able to resist think pest elimination meets evening soiree <laughs> these traps are effective killing machines dressed to impress fun yet powerful classy without being snooty <laughs> fuck off this is this is, this, this is the premium moth 
scrap yeah. paper that you can buy. This is the this is the, the the highest reviewed, most expensive one. Yeah, only the best. And more importantly, no harsh chemicals or insecticides are used, so you can keep your organics organic. So you can keep your organics, comma organic. I don't think I think I know why they've done that, and I think it might technically be correct, but it doesn't look right. Um, and now introducing Doctor Killigan's quote: "Blue stripe formula." A long, a longer-lasting layered technology with twice the pheromone, twice the allure, and twice the pizzazz. Twice the pizzazz. <laughs> like, why are they selling this? Like, it's uh, it's so weird. Also, it says no pheromone wafers needed, which I quite like. I didn't know um, that. Was a, as, as someone that's quite new to the moth yeah. repelling <laughs> it also, industry, it also has a fucking Nintendo seal of quality at the bottom that says 100% guaranteed. 100% what guaranteed? It's, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Um, but, okay, hang on, sorry. <laughs> Dr. Killigan's are the Dr. Killigan's logo and Killing Them Softly are registered yeah, yeah, trademark yeah. of Dr. Killigan. You, well, listen, look at the, like, the manual. Oh. Right? Read the front page. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck me. It's incredible. Thank you for your purchase. Greetings. Sorry, it says greetings, friend, and I can't help but hear that in the Garth Marenghi font. Greetings, traveller. <laughs> Congratulations, comma, no. Congratulations, full stop it, should be. Congratulations. You're now armed with the most effective pantry moth traps designed to work while you sleep and provide a killer solution to an often complex problem. These 100% non-toxic traps use the strongest pheromone attractant and the stickiest glue to draw in unsuspecting male moths their final resting place so you can triumph over moths and restore peace to your kitchen. Mm. Keep your head up. Your moth problem will soon be a thing of the past. Cheers, Dr. Killigan. How to triumph over pantry moths. I just love all this shit. Like, this is so stupid. Who, like... It's way too much effort. Yeah. Why is there this much? But like, you know, do you, do you ever read that? Like, how big of a market is this? I get I mean, like, it's. I guess you've got to differentiate yourself somehow. It's like when you read that if you. If you ever read, like you know, sometimes you you see those like Sunday, yeah, me. you see those Sunday sport like uh, sh- you know sort of uh, screenshots on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. It's just like you know sort of uh, you know uh, sex artists stuck in Calais or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. if you read the actual copy of the stories, it's always like clearly some like bored, frustrated English graduate who's like willing to put in too much effort. Yeah, yeah, but it's like they're, and they're all like yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're, they're all like really fun. Like there was one which was you know sort of like I start you know stuck loads of cream eggs up my bum or whatever and, and oh, the yeah, story yeah, the story yeah. begins like you know Easter should be a time that should be the, it's, it's traditionally the time to celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord and Saviour but <laughs> someone decided to separate it celebrate it by sticking cream eggs up his ass. and it was yeah so <laughs> But so we got yeah. So uh, verify the moth species. These traps are specifically designed to attract food moths, the Indian mm. meal moths. The pheromones of the trap trap are not designed to attract clothing moths. This is the thing. Yeah, these okay, okay. I've learned a lot about moths okay. lately, right? End the mating cycle. I really like that. It's just like yeah. end the cycle of mating. Remove the. <laughs> Okay, hang on. Sorry. So, end the mating cycle. The fer- This is so stupid. The pheromone in this tra- in, in these traps is designed to woo male moths and ultimately end the mating cycle. You may still see female or juvenile moths for a while, but without the males, they will begin to die off, securing your moth victory. This, re- this reads like the mission briefing section for a Command and Conquer game. Yeah. Remove the protective Just sheet. Half the supply yeah, chain, yeah. Right? <laughs> With a flourish, remove the sheet and let the pheromone waft its way through your home, singing its siren song and drawing male moths to their final resting place. They really love that final resting place. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. Well, is, Heat protective sheet in, exposes a very sticky glue. T- t- typo. It's the, well, it's Heat protective sheet. Yeah, the stickiest glue. Yeah. The thing is with it is that yeah. because it, it's non-toxic, right? It's just fly paper, so they they, yeah. they just starve to death, mm. right? They they I mean, sure. it takes them a long time to die yeah. when they're stuck to that paper. So I don't, they're not bragging about that. Yeah. If it did have a pesticide in it, it would probably be slightly nicer to the moths, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
not as good as my previous method of just banging them with a coaster when they're yeah. the <laughs> But so yeah, that's I know that's that's like way more effort than I think any I was amazed moth at this trap. product, and I felt like I, I there was another product mm. that was basically the same thing. But I just thought, well, this is more content for the podcast, so I kind of had this one. And this was more expensive, but I feel like we've got our money's worth. Absolutely. Now, so the thing is, I bought a bunch of these, and I made a spreadsheet. So I'll tell you about my moth journey. Hell yes. Because I, I thought it's been a few weeks now. It's been a couple of months of mm. the moths. Yeah. And I thought that, um, I thought that the that the, the moth thing it ought to have stopped by now. Sure. The fact that it hasn't was starting to piss me off. Right. Mm. The moths were getting on my nut, right? So, <laughs> Freaking your nut. So this, well, this is that. They, this is, it becomes more important. The, the whole nut thing becomes way more. We'll get on. <laughs> so, so the. I, Sorry, I, like, I meant I to write Joseph's moth journey there Joseph's because nut. I wrote Joseph's nut journey. There. Nut, yeah, no, nut journey. That's all right. Nut journey, right? It, yeah. it, every well, in a way, all journeys are kind of nut journey. Um, the the thing is about the whole moth thing is that. I've got bored of it now. It's no sure. longer yeah, yeah, fun yeah. swatting the moths. Every three to four days, there's like five more moths. Mm. Bang, bang. About one moth per day I'm sure. getting, right? And they gradually... And they tend up to end up really high up mm. and on the ceiling and you have to get on a step ladder and get them down. And the, the numbers of moths haven't increased, but they haven't decreased. There's about... There's always about between one and ten moths somewhere in the mm. flat. And I'm just sick of it, right? I'm sick of the moths. I don't want to see them anymore. Um, so I thought, right... It's, it's, it's that time of the year. It's the spring. Spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. It's big, big news. Uh, the, the equinox has, has equinoxed. And I was just thinking, it's time to buy a load of things to solve my problems, right? You ever get that? Yeah, thing, yeah, right? 100%. Like yeah. do the big Amazon order. Absolutely. A bunch of boxes mm-hmm. are going to arrive in a few mm-hmm. days. And then all my current problems are going to be solved, right? That's the solution to all my problems. <laughs> um, it is invisible, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is I thought, right, I've got to just buy all the moth stuff. I was out of moth spray. The moth spray I had hadn't mm-hmm. really done that much. I've been spraying it on the moths to mm-hmm. kill them, which does work, but doesn't really... The thing is with moths, right? This is something I've learned. Mm-hmm. Once they're a moth and they're flying about... That's too late, really, yeah. Because they've number one, those aren't the moths that eat stuff. Yeah, it's for full-grown moths larvae, don't even yeah. have teeth. Apparently, mm. they just all they do, all they can do is lay eggs, mm-hmm. uh, mate, mm-hmm. and fly. Yeah, as far as I know, and sit on the wall, which explains that's all they've been doing, right? Sure. So, uh, it, you know, my what I've observed, it, it, you know, it jives with that. So, what I what uh, my idea was essentially that what needs to be done is I need to just blitz them. I need to buy all the products I can. I budgeted myself, let's say, 40 quid on, mm. on removing these moths. 30 quid, right? So I thought, right, I'm going to buy the, the, the biggest amount of the of the most insane, uh, toxic moth spray I could find. Mm. And I'm going to buy two, I'm going to buy 12 moth traps. And I'm, because this is the, this is the thing I've been saying about, right? I don't necessarily need to kill the moths right now, I need to find out where they're coming from. Mm. I need intelligence. Sure, I need yeah, satellites. Yeah, yeah. I need to be able to, yeah. to zero in on where the problem's coming from because there's no moths in the cupboards, there's no moths in the kitchen, so they're not cloves moths and they're not mm. pantry moths. So mm. what's going on? Where are they coming from? Right? Anyway, so I thought, number one, I need to do some research. Sure. So I go on the internet and I thought, I need to go onto YouTube, <laughs> I need to go onto TikTok. Yeah. And I thought, I don't have TikTok, so I can't. So sure. I've gone to the next best thing, I've gone to YouTube. And I'll search for uh, moth traps. Mm. Now, all the results are all about people that want to collect moths. You sure, know, yeah, yeah. Through yeah. them or whatever mm. and put them on the wall. Uh, the, the really pretty moths, which I'm a big fan of. I'm mm. a big fan of the small moths, too. Mm. There's too many of them I don't want in my house, mm. right? But I, I, I like the, the... There was a really nice moth that was kind of like 
the colour of white chocolate with these little spindly oh, little things that I saw last year. I took some pictures mm. of it on my phone and then put it outside. I really like those kind of moths. I don't like the tiny little 10 millimeter moths that sit on the wall. Uh, so I thought, no, this isn't what I want. I don't want to find out moth traps for, you know, putting a, a, a sort of thing in your garden with a light on it to collect moths and make a collection. No, I want I want to annihilate moths. Mm. I want to do a moth genocide. Search so, and destroy. Moth genocide, whatever, yeah. I put into YouTube. <laughs> and I get I get two types of results, right? There's two types of videos. People explaining uh, how to get rid of moths as a mm. pest, right? There's two types of videos. The one type is uh, women who are in their middle-aged women, American women, uh, talking about how to get rid of moths in your pantry. Mm. The second type is women, middle-aged American women, mm. talking about how to get rid of moths that are infecting your thread and knitting supplies sure. right so it, it's two communities right mm. it's pantry mm. owners and operators and it's uh people that are into knitting and mm. or as they call it thread thread art or, mm. uh, or i think it's called i have to use the right terminology i don't want to offend anyone right thread artists right the thread artists community and the the pantry management community right mm. anyone that's got a pantry in their house or or makes uh you know any kind of like textile related hobby <coughs> projects that both of these communities are very concerned about moths for obvious reasons right the clothing moths you've collected all this thread this is your mm. your livelihood making, yeah, yeah. making money on etsy selling mm. these things right and then the moths come in and they fuck up they just yeah. fuck up everything right same thing with your pantry if you get pantry moths they come in there and they apparently it's not really a thing just with normal cupboards in your kitchen it's mainly a pantry that's like walk-in sure yeah that provides the ideal kind of amount of mm. footfall for sure. a moth to get in there and really take a hold now what i've learned from these people right is I've learned that the, uh, the, pat, the, the, the there are two main types of pest moth. They look kind of the same. They're the same size. They're mm. almost exactly the same. One type of the pantry moths don't really go in the carpet. They don't really eat clothes at all. Uh, but they do just eat anything that's dry food in your pantry. They really like things that you... Anything that goes in the pantry, right? They can eat through plastic and sure. do. They love to eat mm. plastic because it allows them to make their cellulose threads you know like silkworms right mm. they just eat directly through a plastic bag even a thick one they can get into sealed jars apparently the little worms how how possible do you think it would be to use moths to digest this feels like a a business raises to have you know moth yeah, yeah, moth yeah. plastic fucking digestion or so, yeah, so yeah. all the landfills would just yeah. have like literally seas of yeah yeah just loads of moths that are eating all the plastic yeah of moths coming out <laughs> of them and then doing what like eating all the plastic yeah. in the world yeah you so probably would have to go back to making things out of yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it would you definitely end up with a sort of uh you know Oh, sort of old woman who swallowed the fly or whatever the yeah, thing yeah, is where yeah. you're just like you know you get the thing well, to yeah you need yeah. to get something that eats moths yeah. right? it'd be really good for the birds actually mm. this would be this would this is if you've got a little bit of a silent spring situation mm. going on with too many pesticides then you bring the moth mm. you, you cultivate the moths that eat the you genetically modified moths right um, so yeah and so that's that's the thing right mm. they can eat through plastic they can yeah. do anything but I thought well this isn't what's going on in my house because there's no moths ever in the kitchen. Mm. I've looked. I've, there's, I've never seen a single moth in the kitchen. I look through everything in all the kitchen cupboards. Mm. I look everywhere. I've never seen a moth in there. The moths tend to be in the hallway in here or the bit of hallway that's nearest to the light mm. because they're moths. They like yeah. to go near the light. Occasionally, you see them in the living room where the light points. You mm. know, there's a. They tend to go near there, but it's mainly just in the hallway. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're clothes moths then. So I'm getting all the clothes out of the cupboards. 
No sign of any kind of moth eaten anything. I get everything out. I can't even find a single moth in there. You think that if the moths were breeding in this cupboard, mm. enclosed moths, I couldn't find it in the carpet. You think they'd all just suddenly come out of something? Sure, yeah. So what's going on? So I order all the. I, I'm, mm. I'm now armed with the knowledge that it's, mm. it's cloves, carpet moths, whatever the, mm. the, the, the the textile moths, or it's the the mm. moths that the you know, the pantry moths. <coughs> so I buy I buy both things. I buy mm. an extremely strong, an entire liter of extremely strong. Mm. Uh, clothes moth, mm. you know, thing that you spray on rugs. Sure. It's basically, I think the stuff in, that's in it is the same stuff that's in like Raid. Nice. It's like some really yeah. bad shit. Good like, stuff. It's really... like one of those like forever chemicals that'll just yeah. like poison you. For, yeah, yeah, the house is poison. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I think it, I, I read about it and I think it takes a few weeks to like become mm. oxygenated and to decay mm. into whatever it breaks down into. So it's something like, it's not terrible, but it's not great. Mm. Um, so I bought all that stuff, mm. and then last night I'm like, right, I'm gonna prepare my moth onslaught. It's all c- coming in the mail tomorrow. Mm. I'm gonna, I've, I've, I've got to get the shit done. I've got my five list of things I'm meant to do all week, and I'm getting them done. And one of them is to Hoover up all the moths. Mm. So I'm going up there with Henry Hoover, mm. and he's just devouring all the moths. Right, they're all, all the moths that were in this in this flat are currently in the in the Henry Hoover's belly. I don't know if they survived. Sure, they, they probably do. <laughs> Can't open the thing and it's just yeah, yeah, that's the efflorescence of I'm moths. Bit, I'm not going to like empty the bag for a while. Yeah. I might spray some moth spray mm. into Henry Hoover yeah. just to you know, make sure, right? Because I don't think that Henry Hoover's have stomach acid or whatever to digest the moths. <laughs> Uh, maybe in the future, if they have inspired by um... I, the the idea of an like, organic vacuum cleaner is profoundly future. upsetting. That's, that's what a dog is, though, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and then um, I get rid of all the moss that I can see, with the exception of one that was really annoying to get to. I'm like, right, I've now set a benchmark, mm-hmm. so I'm going to set up the moth traps tomorrow. I make a spreadsheet of the twelve different moth mm-hmm. traps and where they are position wise. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna over the next week or two, I'm gonna every few days or every week, I'm gonna look at the moth traps and see how many moths are, are in them, and then I can plot that in a kind of uh, in a graph for each area, so I can find out where it is the moths are sure. originating. You're doing like a moth grid kind yeah. of like it's search like and destroy. A, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gradually yeah. bring them inward yeah. to see which, you know. Mm. So that was my plan. And anyway, in the process of of, of hoovering and doing all this sort of stuff. I realised that I had a large sort of wholesale bag of nuts that I was going to feed to birds. Sure. That was next to the window. Fuck. And I I saw that yeah. and without seeing anything else about the sack of nuts. I was yeah. like, that's it. Yeah. That's where they're coming from. I got that in December. Yeah. I think my mum gave it to me. She was like, oh, we got some really cheap nuts mm. and you like to feed the birds on the balcony. So here's some like, mm. here's just a little like, you know, free kind mm. of basically nobody wants this but yeah. you can have it if, yeah. you, if you find and I'm like hell yeah I'm going to feed those birds when it's mm. spring right I'm going to put some yeah. have a little bird table thing I've got a little bird feeder so I, I put it there in preparation for the spring by the window mm. by the balcony and to, yesterday I was just looking at it I was like that's it that's where the moths are mm. coming from they're definitely coming from that it's a plastic bag mm. you can just eat through the plastic bag so I get down there mm. and there's like I can see a couple of moths near sure it. yeah yeah and I'm like, right, immediately get like a bag, mm. put it in a bag, yeah. do it up, put yeah. that bag in a bag, do it up, <laughs> put it in the bin bag, yeah. take it out to the trash, right? Mm. That's gone. Yeah. You nuke the entire thing with what was left of the bottle of moss, yeah. right? And as I'm like spraying this area mm. of carpet near that bit, yeah. I notice like a couple of little moths just like 
sort of in yeah, their fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only like one or two, two or three of them, but I'm like, that's got to be it. That's mm. absolutely got to be it. And when I was like looking at the side of the bookcase that the um, that the, the, the bag of nuts, right? Mm. The, the sack of nuts. The, I've got moths yeah. in my sack of, sack of nuts, you could say, right? See, this is what I mean about it being a nut adventure. Um, <laughs> or whatever it is I said. <laughs> I, I found this on the side of the bookcase, a little Yo, remains of fossilized cocoon, cocoon. Right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that I I reckon that I've mm. I've cracked it. Sure. I reckon the tide. You've cracked turned. the nuts, so to speak. Uh, exactly. Right. Well, they've been cracking the nuts mm. for fucking you know, two months, <laughs> whatever it was, three months. Right. They've been eating my nuts. They've been in my nutsack. Mm. The moths in my nutsack. So. That can't be the name of the. Episode, no, no, no. It's funny. It, it, no, it's I'm, I'm, we're doing Killigan's Island or maybe Moth Trap House or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you've got a sack of nuts that isn't doing you good, then I guess get rid of it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and there's moths in there. Get the moths out. Get them out. Um, again, this is the thing. Now, what really matters here mm. is I'm assuming that they're pantry moths then, sure. because they were living in the nuts. Because mm. a carpet moth apparently behaves differently. I don't know sure. if one's a subset of the other. Mm. I, a pantry moth will not go into a carpet, mm. but a carpet moth... If it's in the carpet and there's a nice load of nuts mm. up there to, to, for it to eat, it will yeah. obviously take advantage of the, of the you know, the, the bountiful kind of thing. Um, presumably, I don't know, I don't know. Well, what, what, what this, we just have to see what happens at this stage, right? Mm. But overall, I'm feeling fairly confident. I think the moth thing is over. I think that I'm done with the moth. But to <laughs> at really long make last, sure, our big, nas- make great national nightmare is yeah, over. Yeah, exactly, it's over. Yeah. But to really make sure today, I purple the moth traps and I also got the the moth spray the really strong one and i sprayed it it recommends they don't really like just living in the carpet they Mm. like to live between the carpet and the skirting board so i went around the entire front room and i sprayed it says give a light misting to towards rugs Mm. i just went completely like (laughs) complete overkill right yeah like like, you know absolutely just went everywhere around the entire room and while i was doing i had to leave the room because i started to get this feeling in my nose no yeah the feeling in my nose was a really interesting experience actually in that i don't have like allergies sure but i think i had the sure yeah yeah in that i got a very strong tingling feeling Mm. in my nose yeah and then a sort of not quite itchy, but just like the feeling that you're going to get when you're about to sneeze, yeah. but you can't. Yes. And then I got a really blocked, clogged nose. Yes. Like I, I didn't have like, it, I wasn't like my nose wasn't mm. runny, but yeah. it just felt like, like mm. my whole nose had clogged up. Yeah. I couldn't breathe properly through it. Yeah. And that was from spraying that. That is what that's like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. now I've experienced allergies. Yeah. As someone that doesn't have like seasonal allergies, yeah, that's yeah. what it's like. It's fucked up. Um, and it took like maybe about an hour and a half to go away. I had to open all the windows. Yeah. I've done that now and it seems to not be happening. You've so. fumigated the, 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 the place. Yeah, the pretty much. So that that's how I know that the moth spray is yeah. probably going to work. Hopefully, so, that's the conclusion of the moth saga. Well, we'll see. I mean, there'll be an update. We'll do an update yeah. next week. and I'll Because I've got all these traps up, right? I mean, I've, there's one behind yeah. here. I put them in strategic... Oh, we've got we've got a, a Doctor yeah, Killigan's. Yeah, yeah. Are there so, any in there? Well, so you you fold them into this little tent. Yeah, and you can see the blue strip that makes them horny. It it looks pretty empty. I can't see any moths. Well, yeah, there. I only put it like two hours ago. How sticky is it? Is it sticky? 
pretty sticky. That's pretty sticky. Yeah, pretty sticky. There you go. And it's all natural. Non- you could eat this, apparently. Oh, lovely. I mean, I don't know if it's recommended. If you don't, if 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 you haven't got all the moss, then you know that's 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 non-toxic. That's dinner means, later. Means, you know, edible. edible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> non-toxic just means you know that's that yeah. Tasty. L- late afternoon <laughs> snack. Yeah. Get on that. Deli- oh, exactly. Mm. Delicious. So there you go. That's my um. That's one of my Amazon. Mm. Two of my Amazon purchases. Lovely. Uh, that have arrived today. Smashing. Well, that's, go. that's that's good. That's a, that's a fun little adventure. Yeah. Um. I try to think what exciting things I've bought recently, but I think they've all been of similar, you know, with, with basically of similar like exciting this level, but without any amusing branding or story to go with them. There's no nut sacks involved. No nut sacks. There's no um, death no. Boy, uh, pheromone. I got a ten meter coax cable because the five meter one that we've oh. got is a bit tense when we run it from the TV to the the, the the thing. The thing. So I wanted it to have a bit more slack in it. That's, is that for aerial? It's exciting. It's for aerial aerial cable. Very exciting. Yeah, that's thrilling. Oh, I tell you what, I did get actually. I can go. I've got it with me, yeah, so I can go and get it from the. It is because well, it's it's and coax isn't yeah. very bendy because no. it's all shielding in it. It's all kind yeah. Of, it's the bend it's, radius. It's, quite, it's quite like large. we basically have to run it across the the, the 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 width of the living room and also round the bookcase. Right. So, and then wrap round the back Cable of the TV. Management so is definitely quite yeah. quite one of those things. Yeah. I've got I've got the thing that I got today. I got it, it, I ordered it earlier in the week and it arrived today, so I'm gonna. It's very good. This is real. Like Christmas, yeah. Equinox Christmas. I suppose it is like three months since Christmas. Oh, there we go. Very nice. Yeah. Very so, nice. so, so this is something that I was, I was. Mm. So, some, something that happened recently is that um, uh, I my the 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 gaming PC, the Epic Gamer PC that I have. Mm. Um, got moved from because it was in the office for a while because it was being used for work stuff and then because did you we, have a gaming company client yeah <laughs> and then because that, yeah free games and yeah you have to test yeah things. exactly but bassy's bassy's got a new job now and he's got a they've given him a laptop so he didn't need it in there so hasn't bassy got yeah. like a stack of laptops yeah now? exactly yeah yeah i was like which laptop yeah. is that and he's like it's, yeah. it's a different one yeah <laughs> so I, I i brought the, the pc home and set up behind the tv and i've been you know sort of remote using it remotely that was quite fun then i was like well, if I wanted to do some, you know, sort of, or if I wanted to, like, you know, just, just chill in my room and, and, and play some stuff, and I had a look, yeah. and there was a Steam sale on. And one of the things that was on sale was the, um, Steam, the Steam Deck. deck. Oh, so I got, I got, I got one of those. Uh, I asked because I knew, nice. I know Victor has one, and I asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's worth getting." Yeah. And then I spoke to him today, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like yeah, six times, one. but it's quite nice." Do you know that we've got one. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> you, no. you just got one yeah. kicking around. That was yeah, nice. Yeah. Good stuff. It was, real, it was yeah. a real kicking around. Hang on, let's have a little Steam Steam Deck party. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, I don't, it's, it's one of those things where I guess everybody has one and no one mentions it. Um, perhaps but it's quite nice. You know, I quite like this. It's a it's a nice nice little bit of kit, as they say. Um, I've I've got I've there got, is. We can do a full review here. Lovely. You've got the get gear review time. Let's talk we've about got the Steam Deck. We've yeah. got the, by size comparison. Oh, with the with the the, the, the that's, Switch. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's competitive, right? This is now mm. a tech YouTube channel. Hell yes. Everyone watching the the video podcast. We really haven't used this. Let's thing. talk about fun factor. Yeah, fun factor. <laughs> talk about <laughs> graphics, uh, sound, a game feel. Or yeah, game feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, right? <laughs> you've got, so your oh, yo, your case is better. Mine's just got this little fucking like the color is. Yeah, but it's it's the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an actual thing. Whereas this is just like a little sticker or whatever. That's much nicer. Is you well? Is 
yeah, yeah, that weird like thing with the. But is, is yours like the fancy? When, is yours the fancy one though? Is it the? Adult, right, yeah. The thing you care about is the case that the thing goes yeah. in. You don't care about the thing. You're like, oh, it's yeah. got a really nice carrying case. Oh, mm-hmm. it's got a really nice thing. Or oh, let's mm-hmm. talk. Let's compare the fashion of the carrying. <laughs> oh yeah, the games. Yeah, it plays games. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can't find my right ear, my left earbud. Um, uh, so I mean, it's it's inside. It looks different. Mm. It's different color. Yeah, it's, yours is. But it's it's, it's see, got a nice, a nice the, chill gray. Um, it feels. The same. I don't. I don't have. A, I don't no, have. That's a, an option. No, I don't have a cleaning cloth. Did they not it, give you a cleaning? No. Cloth? Did Did you get? Because it might be that you got like the either you yeah you got like a launch edition or it's a fancy one because there, there's I think the, the 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 like the top tier version of it the one with the five twelve gig capacity mm. has like. Um, I oh, think it's got like a, it's got a nicer screen no. and some some bits as well. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I got the cheapest one just because I was like, ah, I can fucking you know pop an SD card in it and that'll expand out the the, the set. or I can like crack it open and replace the replace the SSD. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I don't know. On the back, what the thing is, but I think it's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think yeah. I've barely done that mm-hmm. much with it. We've had it yeah. since about like December, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been one of those things where we've been just sort of meaning to set mm-hmm. it up, but because it's one sure. of those things where I'm the kind of person where because it's like a Linux thing, mm. I'm like, oh, no, I have to go into a whole fucking Linux evening yeah. with it. And I don't really want to have any more Linux evenings than I can they can, I can help. But the mm. idea is to get it set up with all various emulators. And sure, things. yeah, Me yeah. Me and Kat have got a list of all the things we want to get mm. running on it. But I, what, mm. it, what I have to do, really, to set it up properly mm. is, like, uh, v- virtual desktop into it. Yeah. You know, like, VNC mm. into it. And then, like, uh, like just use it as a computer mm. and set up all the things, like... From an actual computer, yeah. Obviously, it's very annoying having to use like on-screen keys. Yeah, it's pain in the ass. Like, have you actually used the desktop interface on it I, using the literally? Uh, yeah, today? yeah, yeah. I got, I got it today, but I already have because I was trying to. One of the things that I realised when odd I trying to yeah use the window management. So like bizarre, yeah. Very odd sort well, of experience. When I when I when I got it, I was like. Uh, but by that point, I was just like, actually, a load of the games. Because when I when I set up the the, the PC, I was like, mm. I looked at Steam and there were loaded there was a load of stuff on sale, and I was like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want whatever. And then I looked at um, the Microsoft Game Pass or whatever, and I was just like, oh, loads of this stuff is just for free on Game Pass at the moment. So I thought I'd get that. The, 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 yeah, they're exactly the same distance apart, right? Yeah, the, the uh, thumbsticks. That is. Very I feel like they must have done that on purpose. Mm, very curious. It's different. It's a larger screen mm. by quite a margin. It's a larger unit as a whole. It's got that quite, sort of down. Yeah, but the, yeah. the space between your thumbs mm. when is the same. Is, yeah. I've never well, I mean that, that that there's probably some like you know, ergonomic reason for that. You know? But I, I like yeah, I like the little touch is. the little touch pads and stuff. Yeah, as well. they're quite cool. It's, I know. Are you, are you, it's yeah. interesting just installing because what's interesting mm. about it is that the idea that it's meant to be this simultaneously because it uses like Have we become accidental tech whatsoever. podcast by accident? Yeah, I don't know. We've got the actual accidental. Next yeah. next week I'm going to start talking about my Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Immediately learn get your driving license. Yeah, exactly. Get, get a Tesla. Tesla. Um, well, I was I was there was a one of the guys that I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast before. One of the guys that I, I I work for sometimes has well occasionally like like when I when I first spoke to him he just like talk to me about the job for like two minutes and then like half an hour about like government not caring about small business so when i told yeah. him i was like registering for VAT, he was like great and what you do is you get we buy all the expensive stuff and he sent me like loads of links like expensive things that i could buy and like justify his business expenses mm. and then he was like oh if you, you could you can get an electric car because there's this like really good tax and yeah, tax yeah, incentive yeah, 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 or whatever yeah, and i was yeah. like i can't drive but thank you yeah um and now i can drive and i'm just like well i, I mean there's no real i can't at the moment anyway I can't. Own a car and not drive yeah but no but like it's more like somewhere yeah park, yeah right? it's more like i can't there's no justification for me 
me having it on a business case at the moment. But I mean, yeah. maybe there could be. I could, you know, sort of make more effort to visit clients, and then that could be a company car kind of thing. But like, yeah, it's just not yeah, something really that I do at the moment. Car and have like a little one of those, you know, like drinks things installed in it, and like little. <laughs> and my, my driver drives me and my yeah. clients around. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was, I was looking at like what, like the you know, business lease arrangements for electric cars, because obviously, if you get a new electric car at the moment, the depreciation is going to be absolutely bonkers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you do, you do, you definitely, and also for you know, for for, for any number of uh, of tax efficiency reasons, it's it's apparently best to do that. They're actually not too bad. I think the thing that would probably be very expensive is like, uh, well, you don't have road tax for electric vehicles yet, but yeah. like the insurance is probably going to be the thing that's, that's really expensive because like, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is I, the well, percentage I, of cars that are electric in the UK? It's yeah. always like a lot higher than I expected. Yeah, I don't. It's I, like, oh, in the last five years, yeah. it's like shot up. I don't know. I I think it was. Just, yeah, obviously it's a Brighton thing, mm. but you do see. Yeah, yeah, you the, see a lot of them. See the green a little I, bit on the license. Plate. I think it was the. I think in it was part of the chaos budget that they kept was. Oh. road tax for electric vehicles yeah. so like yeah they, they, it's, it's, all of that stuff is vanishing just as I'm like able, able to drive and, and might actually want it they but... just need to top your demographic you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I don't know um, the, the, it seems what nice seems, what seems, it seems interesting like... about it to me is that yeah. the, because it has the whole like valve uh, like proton or whatever mm. like in the Presumably, there's loads of that, which is to kind of like compatibility layer shit to do with like controls, and yeah. just like abstracting a lot of the way the platform does shit. Mm. And it seems interesting to me that like I was just very like curious mainly, mm. like pretty much all I've used it for is just to install shit that was on. Also, being Cat finally merged our Steam libraries in the family thing, yeah. so we actually now have both of our Steam libraries sure. on one device, which is quite mm. good. After yeah, like yeah. two of yeah. them. Um, but the yeah the um, maybe it could be quite good for LAN parties actually. Wouldn't yeah, it? I don't know. I could make that be fun. When I see like yeah. two of them in a the room mm. together, I'm like, actually, this is kind of like ideal for mm. like local know, multiplayer. It's coming which back. Is yeah. Everyone seems to be yeah. you know trying to bring back mm. right. Uh, I, other than the kind of Mario Party mm. thing, right? But like the the thing the thing being like just installing random shit off my Steam mm. library that says it sort of can work, but maybe yeah. can't, and seeing, like, how true <laughs> is that, right? So, like, for yeah. example, like, installing... Um, I think I installed, like, Half-Life Source. Sure. Which is not a particular... It's kind of a maligned game, anyway, mm. that version of Half-Life. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it. But it is one of the ones that's technically supported because it's just, like, Half-Life 2, essentially, yeah, yeah. with Half-Life 1 maps. Mm. And... But just, like, trying to get around, like, the control scheme mm. of, like... Because I, I played, like, Half-Life on PC a lot yeah. when I was, like, younger. And also, like, I did have it on PS2 as mm. well. And I was like, well, so what is this going to be like on the Steam Deck? And it was very interesting because it has, like, gyro aim, like, playing Splatoon. Ugh, and I, and I, it was, like, it was very weird. Mm. I was like, I can see why this, like, people like this, mm. right? But I can also see why... And also, they did kind of make it work fairly well. Mm. Like, you're in Half-Life and you're in the train at the beginning. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm just, like, looking around, like, actually, this is definitely something, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could really get used to this. And I I don't really know why I'd want to play that specific game on Mm -hmm. this. And I don't, I don't, I, I couldn't quite get the use case. It seems yeah. better for the kind of game that you want to relax while mm. playing. Right? Well, basically for me, it's like I. This is like a sort of because it'd I be can, good for like yeah. RPGs, yeah. games that seem to have that like mm. maybe story based games, and mm. it's like kind of like because Cat's yeah. been playing using it to play visual novels. Yeah, yeah. No, it'd be great like for that. Yeah, yeah. Thing, right? I think also for like sort of like it's like overpowered. Yeah, <laughs> like plat- platformers and stuff. I reckon like Super Meat Boy and because that, that yeah, was yeah, in yeah. my head. I'm just like if I want to just no. chill out and play fucking like N plus or whatever, you know, games that that mm. work well at the low resolution yeah. right I was specifically thinking of like PS2 era games mm. seem to be like emulating like yeah. GameCube PS2 kind of games seem to be ideal mm. to emulate on it because they're not new enough that the, the screen resolution is too like small yeah. like I feel like the generation after that was all like HD and at that point it's a little bit like doesn't quite 
It's like yeah. playing a, a thing that's meant to be on a screen, mm. but on like a screen that's too small. Yeah. Right? Although it's Batsy pointed out to me, like mm. the, the if you look at the like the list of like top games for Steam Deck, or it's all like fucking Elden Ring and shit. It's like you know yeah. you you start, and I'm like I do have that. It'd be interesting to give it a go, but I'm not it, sure it's how. It's a all, very powerful yeah. machine for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of incredible <laughs> that you, what you can do on that mm. on that thing. Yeah, well, I'm still impressed that the Switch can mm. do what it can do. Yeah, I, I think like f- yeah, six years old yeah. now or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it, it it's it's oh, fucking hell. That is that. It's weird to think how old the Switch is because like it's like it's the thing you always say about the Wii being like yeah. the new thing or whatever. In my head, it's like that's the new one, you know. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know, I I don't really think of the trouble is because everything is sort of like stops being quite so distinctive. You know, yeah. all of the like at this point, I like think the you Wii can get is now older yeah. than I was when the Wii came out. Damn. Right? Feel old yet? I, I can I can see like all of the all of the, like the PlayStation exclusive games are basically available on PC at this point, yeah. all, which as are obviously the Xbox most of the Xbox ones as well. So it's like there's really no like you can play fucking God of War on the PC now, and yeah. apparently on the on the Steam Deck, like the, the, you know all of those all of those things that are you know it's just it's all PC shit now. So I I don't know I think yeah. that something like a Steam Deck mm-hmm. if it could do yeah. like completely wireless. Mm put it on a big screen sure. without having to dock it yeah. then I don't think I'd need any games mm. consoles or yeah. gaming PC really because presumably yeah. it can play mm. what the latest games mm. basically are maybe not at the best resolution yeah. but like good enough to enjoy yeah. them and be roughly mm. what the developer like if, the, yeah, if it's yeah. like what the developers <coughs> intended right and if it's a game that came out 10-ish years ago it yeah. run perfectly on that it would be yeah. exactly what the developers intended yeah. if I could have that but have it potentially on like a big screen yeah. or like without having to plug it in and get a separate controller out that would probably be the ideal game machine mm. I think like yeah. being able to sit down on the sofa with someone that's playing it and they've got it in their hands and you're also mm. watching on a big screen. You the like, the hey, promise hey. of the Wii U. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that became like a DS. Yeah. Thing. It's like throw the yeah. onto the screen and I don't know. But like, yeah, I know. I, I, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm interested to see how much and I do actually use it. It has got a touch screen, yeah. right? It's got the, these lads' touch screens, yeah. And, and the thing is, it's a touch screen too. Yeah, yeah. And it's got the touch, yeah. Those are the, well, those are like the, the mouse bits, right? Yeah. It's got the all the back buttons, which are very interesting. Yeah. Like R3 and R4. I don't know what they're for. <laughs> I think it's just when you've got too many sure. potential things in a game that you need to. Yeah. Presumably, it's the same reason why when you have like gaming mice that have mm. got like buttons. Oh yeah, five, yeah. Six if you're seven. if you're trying to play like uh, you know because if you're playing like I don't know an arrow, you need to be able to press one, two, yeah. three, four, five, well, exactly, six, yeah. seven, Minecraft, eight, know. nine, one, two, three. Yeah, no, you've got to have more options for for, well, for, for the buttons like, the or standard like you know W A S and D and then like the use key which is usually E or something and like sprint and duck and then jump and then like what else is there really all the the number buttons for the different weapons I don't know yeah Today. It's and it feels quite nice as well like again it's sort of it's one of those things where like it it feels mm. solid to it it doesn't yeah yeah it, the yeah, switch doesn't creak either, mm. but you know that, that that's that's pretty solid when it's yeah. the density of it. Yeah, it's a bit smaller, but yeah, I know. It does have the side bits that come off. I think the trouble is because I've not really, I've, I've got it this morning. I've not really had a chance to set it up because I've been quite busy. I've not, I've not had enough time to form an opinion on it. But it seems cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like, I certainly like the idea of it, and I'm going to be, you know, it seems like a very well designed thing. Yeah. And like also, it's just like like you said, it's like technically quite impressive. Like it's fucking you know you can run, and I guess part of it is like a smaller screen, right? Like you've got a, it's, uh, you don't need to output like yeah. fucking four K. It's you know whatever it is, one two eight. I don't know, how, don't know what resolution it is. It might be, it might have a like good resolution as well. I I, I don't know off the top of my head, um, but you know it looks it looks nice. 
it it plays very smoothly. It is weird when you like bust it into desktop Linux mode. Yeah, it's very strange. It was weird um, about it is it, they didn't even really make a very. Mm. I was expecting it to be like Linux, but with like mm. a skin to make yeah. it like Steam. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. It just it's just like whatever mm. the genetic when you like install yeah. a random Linux. <laughs> and it yeah, it just looks like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah well, because what 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 I was I was doing there is is I was like, well, I've got loads of loads of the games that I'm playing at the moment. I've got on like the Epic Game Store, uh, or like I've got um on yeah xbox game pass or whatever or fucking whatever the other ones are yeah and then i was like okay well i need to you know i need to get those things on there and i was looking how to do that and it's all like go into desktop mode download this execute this like weird thing yeah, from the command line yeah, yeah. that was what yeah. made me think yeah i just need to ssh into it and just run the command. yeah exactly like probably a script yeah you can do. Like, well, the, what i yeah. really want is some mm. kind of like they, they almost certainly mm. exist now the last time i looked into this was like months ago like yeah. november or december or something it was like uh the ways of like get because what I want is basically just I just want all the emulators on sure. there. And I there, want to put a yeah. bunch of ISOs and ROMs on there. And yeah. isn't you know like the retro arch or whatever it's yeah. called like solution where it's like it's just like a thing that you run on your device whether it's like mm. I don't know it probably runs on a PSP for like it probably doesn't right yeah but whatever it's you you get some handheld thing mm. and it can run whatever code you want and then there's a, a little interface that you open up and it's just got a list of games consoles mm. and then it has little menus for yeah. the games you can play on it right and then you can play all the games before 2010 mm. that's kind of just yeah what I want, there's really. there's one there was something that I saw I'll see if I can tell you the link that someone mentioned that's a bit like that where it's like basically it's a Without of, me having to really yeah no exactly it, yeah. it's something that's like it's meant to be you can plug in some of your like other non-steam accounts into yeah. it but also it just does a load of emulators so I'll, I'll take that out yeah non-steam games mm. as part of the interface i think yeah well like like i said I I was, the thing is i just i'm yeah. at this point in my life where like i've configured mm. enough emulators in my life <laughs> that's why i really like like dolphin or whatever yeah, yeah. The defaults are just really good and it's mm. well put together kind of thing i just want it yeah. to like the whole point of a games mm. console is that you don't have to configure it yeah so i want that experience as a program yeah know? and that, that's that's the thing it, it was really funny because like with the microsoft thing specifically i was looking at the i was like trying to I was like how can you do it and like all the results seem to be about like stream like you set up you set up Proton to do to get Edge, and then you stream it through Edge or something. And I was like, "What? Why on earth would no, you do that?" Really and like, I found I found something in the in the, the yeah here, right? yeah I was, well, literally yeah. I was like, "Dude, I feel like we do this every few years. Why are we doing it again?" I remember the first time that happened with um, what was it called? Fucking uh, the Ouya? Was that yeah, no, the Ouya was like the open source, like, oh, right. uh, like independent that, game right? console. It there was, it was, there was, it was around that time. It was like, it was like early. It was when I was in uni or just after, anyway, yeah. like like ten years ago. And it was there was some service that was like stream all the stuff. And I like I remember getting. I think it was like it was like the Warhammer Space Marine or whatever. And like because I was living at Freehold at the time, obviously yeah. the internet was shit, so like, oh, it was no, like, completely unplayable. But you know, it was it was it was one of those things, and then that died, and then you know, Google shut down Stadia. I think one of my old colleagues, I remember, seemed. To, I think he got like a lifetime, not like a lifetime thing, but he got like some big, that, you know. That feel when you get a lifetime like, thing for a Google product. Poor guy, <laughs> like you know, like goodness, my goodness, you know, if, if if that's not what you're expecting, but you know, with with this stuff, I'm just like, is I, I get I guess that Pull you know, I know it's, it's it's weird, but like yeah, apparently that's the way to get the access to Microsoft stuff. And I remember seeing I was I was looking around, I was like, seriously, is this it? And I found some tweet from like someone in the you know Microsoft you know uh, like you know get game relations team or whatever the fuck being like we're working with our friends game at Ver- yeah yeah game yeah. relations it's just like we, yeah, yeah. We, we love working with our friends at valve to like you know make our cool products available on the steam deck and then someone in the replies below is like is there a way of doing this without all this command laser stuff and she's like soon hopefully there will be and it's like 
Wow. I mean, like, you're really, like, it's one of those, like, working with our friends at Valve and, like, Valve have said, yeah, you know, the way you're going to be able to do this is you install a browser and then hack it into Steam via command line or some shit. And I'm like, I just feel like that, that's, what the fuck? that's one too many <laughs> yeah. series of indirections. Yeah. Right? If it's like you run a command line and it installs a thing, yeah. that's fine. But when it's like you're running a command line to install a browser to yeah. do something, uh, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, at least with the with the Epic, Epic Game Store or whatever, it's like you just download the Proton thing and then it does the Epic Game Store thing. Oh, that's that's fine. And like, you apparently you have to fuck around with resolutions or whatever, but like, I don't know. I just yeah, want that a, because, yeah. There's a bit of that from what my yeah. experience. I think there's a lot of shit where it's like, uh, like older games, right? There's Because they all want to be in 4.3. Yeah. And then, like, for example, you can't easily change it. Sure. But it's like a yeah. game from like the noughties. Mm. You're like, oh, I have to have some yeah. hack. But usually there's like a file you can edit. Yeah, it's. I literally just want to play Hades on my thing. That's mm. all I want. Like, and, and I don't want to have to buy it again because that was that was the thing, right? Like, the justification to this for me was like, there are some games that I would like to play on Switch, yeah. but I don't want to pay the Nintendo tax for. Yeah. But you know, I want to pay like twenty dollars per game. Steam. You know, I've already got them yeah. on Steam or other other PC thing, and that's why I slept up. I was like, oh, you could probably like. Uh, you know, install like dual boot with Windows. I could, but I don't want to. Um, and then, but then it turns out there's loads of like workarounds for it, so I can fuck around with that. But I've not got that far, yeah. and I, w- I will do soon, hopefully. So I'll report back next week once I've actually had some time to like dick around with it and see what see what I can I can I can get out of it. I think what I try and do is probably duplicate <coughs> my. If I can try and get all the stuff on all the consoles in the TV under mm. the TV table, <coughs> if I can try and get that, but then compress that into yeah. a handheld device, right? So I've got like the the Wii that's like hacked that has mm. the SD card and yeah, yeah. all the GameCube games mm. on, right? If I could just kind of get that on there and I can get the, all the other things and if I, if I can just sort of like do that, then maybe that would be. Because mm. then at that point, right, assuming that that works reasonably well, in theory, I could just dock the Steam Deck and mm. just use that as a home game console yeah. to worry about the other stuff. Yeah. When it's stuff that's that kind of suitability, you know, suitability. It's like mm. how we've got that Xbox 360 down there, which mm. we're just playing like... <coughs> GTA on mm. for a while and it's yeah. a bit like do you really want to have an Xbox 360 and a PS3 mm. and a PS2 and a PS1 and a, like some of them I you know for for like uh, it's important to the culture of us yeah. millennials to have a Nintendo 64 that's connected to the TV With how, how often you really use it is mm. not really the point right in that Something about the blurriness of the low resolution of the output and how it's all analog. It, you can't. You, you you wouldn't bother to try and configure an emulator to do that because that would be cringe, right? <laughs> so you kind of. That's the whole point, right? Uh, uh, but any game that's like clearly from the era where they were genuinely trying to make games look realistic, mm. I feel like that there's no real reason to have like I don't know. I have very little like fondness. Maybe <laughs> people who are younger than me, like yeah. Maybe the Gen Zs are really nostalgic <clears throat> for the like Wii U or whatever, but. Well, like maybe the, the funny thing is, well, actually, like that's one where I can yeah. see being nostalgic for it because yeah. it's kind of like a weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. underdog. But like, I, 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 the Xbox yeah. 360, I just can't feel nostalgic for. No, well, I don't know. Like, I, I basically for the, for those things, I feel nostalgic for like the feelings I had when playing like Halo with my friends but playing Halo but on like a modern on, console is basically indistinguishable from that you can play that, that on a PC yeah, yeah you know exactly yeah. but like, but like, like play, to me the it's one of those things where, you know people talk about like oh the remake it's like it makes it look like the version of it that I had in my head when I you know like the, ver- yeah. the, the way I remember it like all of the like the modern well, I mean Halo Infinite or whatever playing that is just like in my head basically it feels like playing the past Halo 3 yeah got into, exactly yeah because yeah. yeah. it looks it's 
basically you you could have subbed it out if you you know dialed down the dialed down the graphic dial yeah, enough yeah, yeah. then it basically it looks look the, the same, same yeah. um because we're you know we've sort of hit that point where it's like there's not there's no more big steps it's all just like kind of the same I you know call really of duty just looks the same my xbox friend yeah I think there was only one actually my mm. xbox friend who had uh halo and being yeah. really kind of like just thinking that was such a cool game it's mm. a shame I only got to play it like a few times and then like when I got like a PC that actually yeah. had, like a graphics kind of that could play games I was like oh just get Halo and just play it and yeah. like, pretty good pretty yeah. good game Halo 1 well like Halo, Halo. The, the thing with Halo is a 20 year old game now yeah it, it still it feels is, like next gen yeah. <laughs> the fact that it's like a sh- it's like a shoot em up like Half-Life yeah. instead of in a bunch of corridors mm. it's like really big yeah, yeah, yeah. and that still feels to mm. me basically the like cutting it yeah yeah and like i but like the thing the thing about halo is is just it's it's not you know sort of whatever the story mode is fine but like i it's, it's mostly something that i remember as a thing that i played with my friends yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like in the, in the way that you know mario kart is a thing that you play with your friends it's just like you know it's the thing it's the thing that we would do when we had the time you know yeah. just dicking around or whatever it's like go go and play yeah, some I think halo with me it was like where we played like counter strike sword sure yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah. All those game modes where it was all in mm-hmm. the, like the maps that were just the like gray box maps yeah that weren't, like they were just like real mm-hmm. pared down there's no details it was just like <laughs> gun game whatever mm. it's called that had some like leveling up mechanic where you could like based on your number of kills you could like upgrade your guns and it had like a weird RPG thing and I think on the server you could like keep your I don't know maybe that, I'm thinking of something else there's like, all sorts of things like that which I'm just like yeah I never really think about that anymore but we just mm. play that every evening after yeah. school or whatever yeah. it's funny yeah. a lot of like after school routines that went by the wayside but were very important was, like, at the time I good at it yeah. that wasn't really the point no it was it was the thing you did while talking on voice chat or whatever you know like yeah but like Minecraft was in lockdown and stuff like that yeah, you know exactly, like exactly. it was just like the thing that you do you just hop on and be you know just do some craft break time break time to do that but yeah, i'll tell you yeah. what, what I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, what is, you do want to do yeah what, what you do want to do. so so the, the thing about the, yeah. squarespace <laughs> for fuck's sake. The, th- the thing the thing that is um the, the, something that i read earlier today actually um it was something that i think tom posted on on, on pinboard there was an interview it was not an interview but it was like a sort of profile of uh fancy author brandon sanderson mm. and it was but it was one of those funny things where you're just like that you read through the, the you read through it and you're like the 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 author is like try like reaching for something and it was less like he's Sanderson's books aren't very good like he's not a very good like prose stylist or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but what he does like he, he he does and is like obsessed with is like creating magic systems and like world building or whatever mm-hmm. and like but like the article's really funny because it starts off with him being just the, the author just being like like nobody talks about this guy even though he's massive mm-hmm. um, like he's not someone who gets is this like, some kind of fantasy nerd version of the fact that there's always some you know how there's often every five years there'll be yeah. some post uh, some some piece which is like uh, there's this thing that like all women are really into but because all the people that like are like the taste makers in yeah. the important magazines aren't sure. women they don't pick up on sure it's that is sort it like of thing. That, yeah yeah, right? yeah well no it's, it is literally there's a bit in it where at the beginning where like, it's just all like, normal people yeah. are actually into this guy yeah. but because the pe- the, the, yeah. the liberal elites in yeah. the blue coast cities yeah. aren't writing well, about he, it's, it right? he starts off with this bit like I walked into the wide office and asked around about which is like I don't think that happened because I don't know whether wide has an office anymore well, yeah, 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 yeah. you know I, but, like, it was yeah it was very it was one of those really funny I walked like, into the wide Minecraft 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just just say it was in the Slack or whatever. But yeah. like, he was just like, you know, nobody knew who Brandon Sanderson was. I do find that I a bit hard heard, to believe I because like, like, there's a certain, but I don't, you know, these sorts of fantasy nerds. author. Yeah, he he writes like big fucking. How slab, long has he been know, around for? Ten years plus. Like he's, you know, he's, okay. he's he's sort of like he's one of the, the like the 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 bigger like you know writes a load of generic. I think I probably read him. Maybe I mean maybe this was slightly before his time, but like it's the sort of thing that I would have read when I was like a teenager because right. like back when I was a teenager. Because no, what I, I was thinking, read, yeah. what, I, what I mean is like if he's been around for like thirty years, sure. then I probably would have read him when yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he's been around for like 10, 15 yeah. years, I think then he's, maybe not, not. he's not quite. But he he wrote he writes the sort of like generic fancy. It's not like generic is a little unfair, but like it's not genre. Yeah, genre fancy. Like it's not it's not the like, genre version of genre fiction. It's it's, it's not going to be the sort of thing that like gets recommended to people who because you know there's the sort of like the crossover appeal stuff like yeah. people read Lord of the Rings because it's big and it's classic or people read like fucking you know uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about like sci-fi or whatever. Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, Game, of Thrones, like, you know, like, Game of Thrones. But there's, not, a, there's a soap yeah. opera drama in this yeah. to it that if you're not just really into like swords and sorcery sure. or whatever, you're still and, going. And to also be. because like Game of Thrones, at least because there's a sort of a, a big and the same with Lord of the Rings because there's like interesting stuff they do with like not about like, not like world building quote unquote. But Game of Thrones is is like as much about like the systems of this world, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's sort of the you know the 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 inevitability of of you know all the all the, all the, the, the discovering that yeah discovering yeah. the spec specificities of the odd world that you've been presented the way that they diverge from the real yeah. world and crucially how they come together to make an interesting yeah. result that you can predict in your own brain and feel good about having understood right yeah. that's like and the like, vibe right yeah or, or you get like I don't know like with science fiction it'd be like you know stuff like I don't know uh, Ian M. Banks or whatever where it's like yeah. written by a guy who also writes literary fiction or um, you know things that are like you know sci-fi classics um, like you know as boring ass Isaac Asimov or um, you know sort of Philip K. Dick because it's a bit psychedelic or whatever you know yeah. things where it's like people are just like yes i can see the the literary merit in this or whatever like yeah. there is no literary merit in brandon Sanderson. like there's right. there was a really there's a really funny bit in the piece he's like, where he's, he's just like, like soft fantasy yeah right? it's it's a bit it's a bit like or, or, or um, tenderized uh, fantasy right <laughs> but the, the the i think the really the really funny line um fantasy rolled in um what's it called like baking soda and msg <laughs> and hit with a hammer yeah the, the, digestible there's a there's a line in it about where it's like you know sort of quoting some stuff from his like one of his like older books and it does get a bit the famous man looks at the red cup um <laughs> like what, what was the line like it was it, it, it's a bit about like you know yeah it, it was the early books uh here's a sample sentence it was going to be very bad this time another one she felt a feeling of dread i think i like she felt a feeling of dread yeah. as a sentence um but like it, I, i've yeah. only felt specifically a feeling of stuff like at very extreme moments so yeah, but there's there's just lots of like because um, feeling a feeling mm. is different from feeling, right? Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like there's there's lots of bits where it's just like he's yeah yeah blah 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 yeah and he's just like trying to work out why this guy doesn't like take off because and it's just like is it his you know because he writes you know whatever he's not you know it's not because it's so you know fancy or whatever because you you can think of any number of like pop you know name fancy author you've heard of yeah or like you know, I mean, he's—I don't know. There's a, there's, a, there's a slightly weaker argument about the fact that stuff. He's like he's he he got. I think the thing that was big for him was that he got pegged to write the later Wheel of Time books after Robert Jordan died. But right. like, you know, he's not the Wheel of Time guy. He's like the Wheel of Time like authorized successor. It'd be like whoever it is writes the James Bond books now or whatever because the estate tapped them to or or whatever. Do you, do you think that could um, be quite bad for someone's career to be that 
kind of thing. I don't think I want can to it be, be really good. Like, does, like yeah. does anyone ever go on to greater things from that? Like, because I, I, there, there are people who like. I feel like yeah. it's one thing when it's already mm. if, if it's the kind of thing where it's like this mm. is a thing that gets passed on. Yeah. Then you're like the latest person doing it. That's really mm. prestigious, right? Yeah. Whereas if it's like someone's been doing this for their whole career for fifty years or something, mm. and then they die, and then you just do like two more books. Is yeah. that the? It's like that guy that did the, the Dickens ghost book. Yeah, I, like, I love that guy. <laughs> I, that, is, that is probably the funniest, like, thing um, where, where it's like... <laughs> yeah, the, the guy who, who basically, like, wrote this... Uh, yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this, but, like, the the, the, the when Dickens died midway through the, the mystery of Edwin Drood, um, like, someone was just like... Um, you know, I'm a me- I'm a medium, and I'm talking to the ghost of Charles Dickens, and this is like his. You know, this is how it ended, and then like wrote another book. <laughs> that was just the um, perfect time to do to, to that to be the thing, right? Yeah. Nowadays they'd be like, oh, we've reconstructed Dickens from an AI thing, and we're going. Yeah. That's what that would. We basically just have reinvented that specific kind of. You know, if you think about it, Adam, a Ouija mm. board is literally just abil- the ability to predict the next token after the previous one, right? Yeah. Using the. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you know embedding in people's hands and how they move across a two-dimensional. Yeah. So it only needs to a Ouija board only requires two dimensions of embeddings rather than eleven thousand or a hundred million or whatever. I, I, I was I was trying to because you were thinking I was thinking I was thinking about like who's written stuff like in a in a thing that I'm just trying to think because there, there's like a whole class of people because it presumably who, would be yeah. a comfortable employment to no, just yeah. uh, get paid enough to you yeah know, if they're big enough books mm. and there's enough interest in them and you get paid to do them then it's good but it just doesn't seem like something you'd want to do like for example like early in your career yeah as like you. you you you, you want to do like a, like a nom de plume yeah or something, right you well, wouldn't so, necessarily some, want to sometimes like, people end up doing like hack stuff like I think it was it was it like martin amos or something wrote some book that was like you know sort of the big book like like the fucking cheat codes for atari games or some shit like that like you got you got you got to have i can't remember the exact details but like one of those like literary you know literary wank dudes yeah yeah. the dudes who people like oh no well they're one of the dudes uh wrote one of those like some book about video game like old ass video games which is really funny um because that's really good there's a guy who basically his whole thing is you see he writes like fucking you know star wars novelizations or like Mm. you know halo novelizations and it's like i get it and like presumably it's good money and it's like reliable you know like like there is a there's a a massive market for it you're going to get paid you know you're going to get paid you don't have to worry about fucking around with like you know all advanced whatever they're presumably like here's 30 grand can you knock out one of these in six months yeah 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 and and they can and they can just do it to a formula and like you know, fine, whatever. Like, there are some people who are like that, but like, there's a guy called Dan Abner, right? Mm. Who, um, like, he, he's he's a. Uh, it's like it went to went studied English at Oxford, and basically these days just like does you know he does like comics, he does you know sort of games workshop novelizations or whatever like he's like the canonical like good one of those because basically he's got like a solid grounding he cares enough to like do the research but isn't like an obsessive kind of i can't deviate from this at all yeah 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 yeah. i remember there's there's this thing because that's the thing you say novelization the thing that puts me off about that is like oh if you said to me would you like to write a novelization Mm. i'd be like well that just means i have to Mm. just fill in a bunch of Mm. chat gpt can do that surely right you just take the, the story outline and you just have to fill in the scenes right and that's that just seems like kind of like creatively less uh that seems like that you're more of an editor sure. in some way or you're in between yeah. the editor writer kind of thing 
It's, it's or you're, you're yeah. like someone that they bring in to like punch up a script. It doesn't right? feel like you're. But, yeah, but yeah. being the guy that they bring in to quote unquote punch up a script, yeah, yeah, that yeah. just seems really cool. Yeah, yeah. Whereas being the guy that just has to do the boring rote work of yeah. turning this thing into a different format, yeah. it doesn't seem well, as it, cool. I mean, it's basically like Even programming, though, right? Like right, you yeah. say, you're turning what data from one, you know, working out how to trans- transfer Some data from of, one database into well, another. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Which is, but, but like, if, 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 I guess it's it's maybe a less sort of exalted thing these days. General job you transform something based on your pre-trained. Knowledge. But like for a, for a while, that would have been you know like like back in the seventies or whatever before home video was a big thing and before like you got like as much TV you know film film yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. telly or whatever you know presumably whoever it was like um, I was trying to think of the guy's name because I I do he's like a sort of one of the guys who did that kind of thing the guy who did yeah. like the Star Wars novelizations um, you know I reckon like he probably did all right out of them and you know continues to do that sort of thing I'm pretty sure he does yeah um, what's his fucking name. Um, Star Wars, Star Wars novelization. Because yeah, like I, that guy was definitely. Uh, where are we? Alan Dean Foster is the guy. Alan Dean, because he did he did a load of a load of like other shit as well, right? Like he, because mm. he basically yeah so. He was the ghostwriter of the original novelization of Star Wars, which is credited to George Lucas. And then he wrote um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was like basically something that they were going to do as like a novelization, as a sort of like a sequel novel if Star Wars didn't bang, but obviously it did bang. So yeah. basically it was like, you know, just sort of a bit weird. Um, that and, seems really interesting. Yeah. He actually. also wrote the novelization for The Force Awakens, which is really funny. Um, but then he, he he did. Well, he didn't do anything Star Wars in between. Oh, uh, he did. He did. <laughs> well, he did. He did. He did, um, he did something for. Uh, he did something in two thousand and two that was like around the prequels oh, or whatever. Okay. Um, it would have been funnier if he hadn't. Yeah. Um, just, I'll go back to Star Wars. Yeah. I guess. He also wrote and it, he did exactly the same thing for Star Trek, which is he wrote ten books based on the animated Star Trek. He wrote the apparently he has the story credit for Star Trek the motion picture, which is quite funny. And then he wrote the novelization for Star Trek brackets two thousand and nine quote his first Star Trek novel in over thirty years, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> Oh, apparently Disney fucked him over because he also did the novelization of like Alien as well, and they 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 tried to fuck him around. But he also just did like shitloads of his own like you hmm. know stuff. He has like some space universe things, some sort of. This reminds of me of universe. that idea of the, yeah. the the sort of potentially false dichotomy, or maybe valuable dichotomy mm. between like the artist and the craftsperson, right? Mm. I felt like that novelizations yeah. is a craft, right? Also, he did. You know what I mean, he did. Sorry, he did a novelization of the Chronicles of Riddick of the Dig, nineteen ninety five, of uh, the last Weirdly, Starfighter. Whatever Im- embedding of concepts yeah. I have in my brain, the Dig yeah. and Chronicles of Riddick are actually very close together, so it makes <laughs> sense. The Thing, nineteen eighty one, Dark Star, nineteen seventy four. Damn. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. My my cousin had the 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 um was it an Xbox game? Did yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the, uh, co- the, so actually, yeah. no, I knew two people when I was a kid, but my cousin for a very short time had an Xbox mm. and I think sold it and got a GameCube and a load of games. Yeah. And was like, this is way better because I've got mm. loads of games to play on it. And yeah. when I had an Xbox, I had the Xbox that was really expensive and like one game that was Chronicles of Riddick. This is a letter to PlayStation. You might have had, yeah. yeah, exactly. You should call it an Xbox uh, 180 because <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The store. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. Was it? 
was it a, six, a 360? Was it the original Xbox? Oh, for, no, so I, I, was, I just I remember that being something no, like Dean Reed in the PlayStation. But that would have been original Xbox. Was it original Xbox? Xbox yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. 2003, he, 4 or He had like, yeah, he had like an Xbox and he just like was yeah. like, yeah. Escape from Butcher Bay, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I, all I have is Chronicles of Riddick and like some WWE game maybe. And and he was just like I just didn't think it was I I realized that I when I added it up and I looked at the pre-owned section in Game Station or Electronics Boutique mm. or whatever it was I could just I could get like seventeen mm. games mm. and then have a mm. console that could play them mm. so that's what he did um, no uh, artists versus craft right mm. that's kind of what it is in a yeah, way yeah exactly you, well, you, because yeah you, you're you're like it, it, it's being like a wait, plumber thing, of right? words yeah, right? yeah. You're, you're you're like a sl- tab goes to slot weird how can how can I unplugging the toilet yeah. of, of uh, <laughs> you know of verbiage well because thinking about it like that though when you say oh this person did all these novelizations yeah. in Star Trek Star Wars whatever and then you say they also did their own stuff mm. I'm like mm. okay I'm really interested mm. in what their own stuff is like because. I feel like, in a sense, there's a high probability I might not think it was very good. Mm. But it seems to me like they've got to have learnt valuable things from doing all that stuff. They, sure, they must yeah, have yeah, honed yeah. their craft in that, mm. whether it's really you know, quite, quite artistically mm. valid or not, whatever yeah. they have been making that's their own thing has got to be very, very uh, optimised mm. to be whatever it is. They've got to be very good at doing the thing that they do. Sure. Do all you, that, right? It's like if your job is like grinding out some sort of you know if you spend all your time doing i don't know like you're you're a pr person or you're like a you know a content mill person when you were just like grinding out this shit then like you'd hope right that that all that stuff would like teach you something that you could then apply to some more artistically satisfying but it's a bit like when you when you see like the early careers of famous Mm. i don't know like satirists Mm. or comic people often the thing right yeah they go from like from being doing some like mm. shit ass job that's mm. boring to kind of having this perspective on mm. stuff to sort of doing stuff that's funny to then yeah. doing stuff that's just kind of like profound mm. and they normally go through this cycle where they yeah. kind of it's like a hero's journey right <laughs> where they come up through the, the advertising industry and end yeah. up becoming yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, some kind I'm, of thought leader yeah. in like a weird counterculture I'm, thing I, that happens like yeah. just constantly yeah, yeah. throughout mainly throughout the 20th mm. century but yeah. presumably before and well, after I remember right? my when, when my, my dad saying that when he was younger like he when he was sort of trying to trying to um, be a professional illustrator and like he'd be you know he worked in a sandwich shop or whatever and he just like it was great because he'd just sort of like sit there making sandwiches and then he'd just like make up stories about the people that walked past or whatever yeah, because yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. boring yeah. because like that's the thing right like it's like you, you're able to sort of spend your spend your time like well it's like the con- idea of like, you know, the newsstand yeah. uh, employee who yeah. just reads all the magazines yeah. there's nothing else to do and then also watches all the people that buy the magazines mm-hmm. and why they might be buying the magazines and gets an idea of the entire cultural sphere of who's buying what magazine magazine and why mm. and also having read every single article in all the magazines because you're just standing there in a newsstand all day right yeah that's almost like this kind of weird uh, that doesn't really exist anymore as a thing and i don't know i don't mm. know what the modern equivalent is it's just someone that's too online I yeah guess. basically but <clears throat> it seems a little bit too abstracted now yeah. i don't know but I do, I do i do i know what you mean where it's like it sort of feels like a different thing right mm. what even though it's but technically putting a certain sort of word onto a page yeah it, you you go from there's some greater degree of creativity entailed in, or like greater degree of ownership of the of the 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 output, right? Yeah. Because you're you're it's you're when you're doing something in you know if you're a if you I don't know if it's true of anybody everybody but like you you this is maybe why I've never quite had the same thing for fan fiction that other people have because I'm like if I want to write something I kind of want to write my own thing you know yeah it's like yeah, I yeah. probably you know I probably wouldn't turn down you know if for whatever for whatever reason you know fucking marvel comics came to me and was just like would you like to write 
Spider-Man for a bit or whatever. Probably like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like a laugh. Yeah. But like, I'm not one of those because you know there are some people out there who's like, my thing is that I want to do this, and it's like I don't know. I find that weird. I like I, I like the idea of. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm not, it's quite a specific yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, that, if, like it, the fa- fan fiction is, for, if you yeah, that yeah. example, is a very, very specific type of subgenre of thing. Yeah. But I, I think it has a different sort of appeal. Like, it's, yeah. it's more to do with community and embeddedness, and you know, sort of like and and, and social stuff. And like, it is a different way of. It's a, it's a different thing entirely. It's just never appealed to me because I've never been embedded in those sorts of communities, really. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I've not had that same like. Um, you know, it's I, I, held interest in the same well, way. Well, I mean, the thing with fan fiction, sorry, mm. that, yeah. I was thinking about this lately, about how it's it's mm. all about this sort of sense of <clears throat> that weird combination of satisfaction and dissatisfaction, mm. right? You have to have a very specific feeling of dissatisfaction mm. with the original work mm. to want to make fan fiction about it. But you also have to really, really, really enjoy the original yeah. work to the point where it would seem odd to most people that mm. why will you be dissa- dissatisfied with it if you really, mm. if you really, really love it, but you also, there's something in it that it's not giving you, right? But mm. this is like the standard trope of like fan fiction being like an expression for like queer tropes or whatever sure, yeah, right yeah. and it's like well here's like a really big mm. thing that's personal to you and here's like another really big mm. thing that's personal to you but yet they don't join and it feels like they could obviously be a bridge between the yeah. two right and fan fiction is kind of like that bridge in a way what like i wonder if and i don't know if this is this is true at all but like like it's one of those things where like i wonder if that if if like the the the, the growing mainstream you know acceptance of you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. for want of a better word, gay shit. Yeah, it, the gay it, shit. It, it means that like that stuff is less necessary for people because yeah, like you yeah, don't yeah. you don't need you know if you see that stuff more in like the the, the like the media that you like if there's more of that kind of stuff yeah. then like you don't need to like put it put it on the thing I know I'm sure yeah, there's yeah. plenty of other stuff well, and, like, I again, like, my, I, like I have a very shallow understanding of this stuff I feel but, like, like if fan, that's the... fan fiction is usually mm. I mean occasionally it's like oh you have to recontextualize this entire story to put it into mm. a different situation mm. for whatever reason mm. but that's usually to serve the purpose of fan fiction which is actually to just go deeper into something that's already there in the thing yeah. right to take these characters and push them into a situation that's that shows you something deeper about them mm. that the maybe the original thing hinted at but never quite kind of mentioned mm. or you know or, or the idea that like well if you put mm. these characters in different situations then gay shit ensues or whatever mm. right but like that kind of thing i feel like it, there's still like a big demand for that but just pr- mm. presumably because there's only so much like not only is there only so much on the supply side that can mm. actually be made about any particular thing, like you can only make so many episodes mm. of The Mandalorian mm. or whatever, right? But also, yeah. like, there's only so much that any one person will watch. And if you mm. genuinely wanted to explore everything completely mm. as deeply as you could, no one would watch it because it would be infinite amount of content. And you'd need now, the fan fiction is, in a sense, just uh, charting a course through a universe that's already there mm. but their particular tour guide through it and showing the particular way the characters interact and their vision of it is just a more selective view whereas if you like that's like the idea of like you know pick the Star Wars thing again it's like Star Wars hasn't actually got that much in it yeah. like if you look at the I mean it does now right but if you look at Star Wars you know the even, movie even, Star Wars even 1977 if, even, right even if you take, it's like, all impl- yeah, implication if you right? take all of the Star Wars media there is yeah. I reckon you could probably and you, you dedicated yourself to like you know made it a job let's say yeah, 9 yeah, to yeah. 5 or whatever yeah yeah it would take you what, like a couple of days to watch all the films. Yeah. Probably a few, like a, a, a few weeks at this point to watch all of the TV shows. Yeah. Probably, you know, a, 
quite a while to read all the books and comics and stuff like that that you could get your hands on. That's going to be months. You, yeah, it would be and months. Games but and yeah, stuff. games. But like but within a year. Yeah, you no, could absolutely. Do it. I'd say yeah. within six months. Within realistically, six months, yeah. like it's 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 and it's such that like nine to five. Yeah, you don't you know, and obviously you could you could sort of like leave some. You don't need to worry about playing. You probably need you know, to go back and yeah. really to really get it. Right? But but like it's not you know you could yeah. you could. You, that it is finishable. Yeah, if you if you're willing to put in the effort, really? like <laughs> anything. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but like, it, 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 what I mean is, it's like it, it feels like massive, but actually, there's not like the 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 space isn't the information space isn't yeah. that rich. It's just that there's like. I guess I, it's one of those things where, like, there's a lot of the stuff that's like. But the the whole know, point is, is that, yeah. that nobody does that. Yeah. Right. The point is, is that you actually chart your own course sure. through those mm. bits of media based on what appeals to you. Yeah. And that presumably, when it's the original Star Wars movie and you first see it, it's 1977, mm. right? And you're looking at all the stuff that's in the movie, and mm. most of the stuff that's calling out to you is just mm. implications. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Oh, presumably there's a there's a planet somewhere that's like this, or presumably mm. this came from somewhere, mm. and so I'm really interested to see where these guys came from or whatever, right? And the idea of the fan fiction mm. uh, as as like a functional thing is presumably just that you're taking that and you're providing a specific course through that and providing a specific uh, you know a level of detail to that like procedurally generating that as you go through it to give you your own feeling of that you've selected this particular thing it's not quite so granular as like I'm playing a Star Wars game and I make an RPG character and I get to live in a Star Wars world and do what I want to do right? Star Wars Galaxy yeah exactly right uh, but, it, but, it's, but it's not it, it's kind of somewhere in between that right fan fiction is a bit like well there's enough of these different <laughs> stories that I can have like a fully curated story that isn't just me playing a video game where I could yeah. you know playing the have we talked about the star wars fucking role-playing game we've talked about this right i don't think so i talked about it what is it called what's the system um i don't know that i've forgotten like most of the actual technical stuff about it Mm. because most of what i know about it Mm. comes from i'm sure we've talked about this right Mm. when when i was a kid maybe like eight or something in a charity shop yes i was like star wars it's a star wars Mm. thing and i picked up this book and it was like Issue one of the Star Wars Adventure Journal, yeah, which was like the Star Wars role playing game. Was it a part work? It was or something like, like that? serialized yeah, source book yeah, type yeah. of thing. So it had like you know the <laughs> stories in it and some inspirational ideas, just like character <laughs> sheets and stuff, and it yeah. just had all this shit. But for me, right, it just fucking blew my mind as an mm. eight-year-old that just, like, seen Star Wars and maybe played a couple of the games, yeah. right? Suddenly I get this, like, book that's like, oh, yeah, there's all this just other shit that just yeah. goes on forever. And presumably... But I think this had come out, like, at least 15 years before I... Maybe mm. 10 years, 10 to 15 years before I picked up the thing. Yeah. It was, like, an old issue of some something. And I just remember, like, so many of these things in that book just thinking... Well, that's like a whole world that they've just mentioned. They just yeah. casually mentioned that so and so came from such and such, and and you know it's all in Wikipedia, right? All the stuff from that. It's all in the the, the half of yes. Wikipedia yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's no longer the legend. Legend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but like it's all documented. Yeah. There's like articles. For yeah, like yeah. Shit, which I remember reading from this mm. fucking book I got from a charity shop, and on an offhand example of the sidekick of mm. this bad guy-ish bounty hunter mm. that was only mentioned in like one page. Yeah. The fact that his sidekick was mentioned. The fact mm. that the planet his psychic came from was mentioned, yeah. that now has an article on Wikipedia. Yes. Yeah. And it's a short article, but it's, it's an article, yeah. Right? And I just remember like being completely overwhelmed by that as an eight-year-old kid mm. and just not knowing how to deal with that. Yeah. Because I was used to like normal media mm. that didn't have that level of, yeah, yeah. of infiniteness yeah. to it. And I feel like that fanfic yeah. is just an attempt to kind of take yeah. that, but then 
carve these little tunnels in between all of yeah. those in a way that makes sense sure, you can then yeah. visit and go through yeah it, right? ma- it makes it sort of it, c- it contracts it for, to, to a point where you can understand yeah. I think my, my favourite thing about Wikipedia something I've just remembered is that all of the articles are written in the past yes yeah. because it's a long time ago yeah. Yeah. Alex, that's, really yeah, that's really funny that's really that's really funny uh, I love that what yeah. a, what a, uh, what a, Han Solo was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, there you go. Do you want to do some cards? We're, we're, some we're cards. fucking three quarters of the way through. We're not even touched. Yeah, let's do some yet. cards. Yeah. Um, well, before I forget, another thing I got on Amazon. Oh yeah. Today. I finally got a copy of this, the mm. Bible. Nice. A pattern language. Very oh, important. Fucking I've book. Been, so I think what's funny is I've been reading. I've been reading a, a Substack that is a guy going through a pattern language <laughs> and trying to like explain it in like human readable terms. It's really it's human really readable. Funny. It's yeah. extremely human readable. This is the most readable book I've ever read. You can use this book. It's random access. So this this book this book is hypertext, right? (laughs) This is like sixties hypertext. It's like choose your own adventure. Every single Mm -hmm. chapter has got a number, and there's hundreds Mm -hmm. of them. Just flip to a random page. That's how you're meant to use it. We got um, see page number four hundred and twenty. It's a picture. Shopfront schools. That's a good idea. You read it out. Yeah. What What do you think? What do you think about? I haven't read this one because it's a re- it's a reference work. The so Children's Home eighty six provides the beginning of learning. This is like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, well, this is what I mean. Yeah, right? yeah. Provides the learning. It's pro- yeah, provides the beginning of learning. Forms the foundation of the network of learning eighteen in the community. As children grow older and more independent, these patterns must be supp- may, must be supplanted by a mass of tiny institutions, schools and yet not schools, dotted among the living functions of the community. Around the age of six or seven, children develop a great need to learn by doing. To make their mark, make, make their mark on a community outside the home. If the setting is right, these needs lead children directly to basic skills and habits of learning. Do, have, have there any? Have there ever been any like idea? Uh, what, what do you call them? Um, like, uh, like is intentional communities or whatever based on this? There should. It be. feels like they should be right. It there feels like like there's, there's, it's it's one of those things where like someone should have. You know, someone somewhere. I think that this should be a Bible of sorts. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have one book, it could be this one. Like, right? you, you know, there are like Montessori schools or whatever, or, or like, you know, yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah. you, you get all the Steins, you know, Scott Steiner schools. Um, I, the, the joke I make whenever I walk past a Steiner school, I want to sort of wonder what sort of maths they teach them in there. <laughs> um, but like, you know, the, the, new like, math. Yeah. Do, do, do they? Do, do, is there any any well, place the, where the it's just like we've designed? You know, our town yeah, is based it, on this sort of thing. I think that this is a religious work yeah. because it's literally a list of books. A, li- sure. a list of things that are meant to be good. Yeah, it's a list of things that are good, right? Here's a list of things that are good, like you know, shop front schools, south facing outdoors, right? That's obviously good, right? When you, it's, most of it's about town planning, but it doesn't really agree with a lot of the like generic town planning shit, which is quite interesting. Mm. I was surprised yeah. to hear it's a lot more car positive than I expected. Okay. But its take mm. is that all roads should be co- covered with. Uh, grass, right? Okay. And instead of like being entirely mm-hmm. paved, and should just have paving stones just for the tires. Okay. That's like so what you should... their take. It's quite <laughs> eccentric in that on, way. Like, <laughs> I like that idea. Right? Like, like, you know, like, rails, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's I mean, you funny. see that occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. In like in the countryside, you see like a little path with a I, the thing. I, I think what's interesting about that because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that one of the people who did I think I mentioned this there's a, the blog of the guy who was building his own house. Yeah. Um, he he I think he he um, got into this stuff a bit. It's a very good it's, it's, if you're building your own house. Well, yeah. so so the way it's structured is kind of interesting because it's not really in an order, right? But sure. if you kind of look at it, it kind of goes from big to small. Mm-hmm. So like the the first kind of things are like 
the lace of country streets, country sure. towns, local transport areas, subculture boundaries, you know, parking, yeah. uh, sacred sites. And as you go through the book, in the middle, it's like dancing in the street areas. You can dance, connected play, <laughs> house for a small family, right? Nice, okay. uh, office connections, bus stop. It hasn't got multi-story car parks. They're not recommended. They aren't recommended. Uh, South-facing outdoors, half-hidden garden, short passages. Right, It just gets smaller and smaller, right? Zen view, a room of one's own, home workshop, street window. So it eventually gets from like the size of like, how far should the towns be apart from one another to shit like, how far should the windows be apart from one another? And a lot of the shit is just like, Here's some shit that kids will like. Yeah. You won't like it, but kids need a little weird hole that they can crawl into because, and, and you won't be able to get into it. Yeah. But that's just for them to hang out in, and it needs to be like four feet wide, and that's what we. Sh- you should put one of those in your house. It's just shit like yeah. that, right? It's it's extremely child good. holes. Yeah, tr- yeah, exactly. Okay, no, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Fascinating. So there we go. Maybe I should get. I saw someone was talking mm-hmm. about. That reminded me of something. It was something that was really terrible. I think it might have been on Hacker News or somewhere else. Mm. Someone was talking about, like, mm. you know, like the problem with American schools mm. where everyone keeps getting shot. Sure. And someone was talking about what we need is something like penetration testing for, for, for schools. <laughs> and it gave me a real kind of like. That was why I was thinking yeah. of the uh, fucking the Chris Morris, you know. Uh, you know, he's like, I, I know how they think. I was, was one. one. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you get like the grey hat yeah. hackers yeah. or whatever, the grey hat nonces. The white hat nonces, they're like, help you, help you secure your school. <laughs> Oh, anyway, dear. anyway. Uh, well, that, that, that is literally what the QAnon people say Donald Trump is, right? What a great hat. He's a white hat paedophile. He's infiltrating the... <laughs> It's like you have to be one to, you yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, you know. justify the yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> right, um, first so card. this one, Nebula. These were all cards yeah. that I wrote uh, like a week ago. Okay. so they were for last week, so I don't sure. remember a lot of them. So this one is the word Nebula pointing to the word alive in quotes, pointing to the word shelf. Do you remember this? Yeah, no, I remember okay, this. This, <laughs> this is what I remember, right? So I, this, I, is I, this, this was like a toot that I did, I think, and mm-hmm. I think the idea of it was essentially that uh, productivity culture, you know, modern culture, is often about. Uh, taking the journey of a thing like an, a cultural artifact or a thing mm. that you work on and making it complete that that journey as quickly as possible mm. right so viewing the um the life cycle of a piece of work as being it's kind of this nebulous thing that eventually comes together and is mm. collected through various processes mm. until it becomes like a thing that you're working on right all the materials are gathered together the the ideas are become less and less nebulous and eventually they're kind of actualized and during the process of actualizing it it becomes like alive because mm. at that point you're working on the thing and things are being added it's growing it's like sure. a tree whatever right and then at some point it's like quote unquote there's there's a, a hard deadline is put onto this mm. where it becomes it becomes filed away right mm-hmm. it goes onto a shelf it goes onto the internet it's published mm-hmm. it's now this like singular uh piece of work that has the correct kind of layout yeah. format structure it now fulfills all of its meaning uh, in terms of what, what it was actually meant to be structurally mm-hmm. and now it's just going back on the shelf right and i feel like a lot of the way that modern things are kind of put together in terms of ha- the way that we make things how to make things processes are more about taking that structure of no, the, the life cycle of it from one thing to the next mm. and speeding that structure up as quickly mm. as possible and the easiest way of doing that is to take that middle part mm. where it's alive mm. and make it you know mm. as short as possible right 
being as productive as possible in the shortest amount of time, taking the research part, the part where things coalesce and speeding that up, just trying to make everything, the, the alive part of something, a very short period of time sure. before it gets put on the shelf. To maximise the amount of time that that thing can be sort of dead on a shelf mm. at the expense of the time that it's alive and being worked on. Mm. And that's, I think, a big failing of the productivity viewpoint that a lot of people mm. have, right? What do you think about this? I, I think that, like, as someone who's... I think the next yeah. card is essentially just about the same thing, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, says. making versus made, yeah, which is, yeah. I presume, the same. Yeah, the same yeah, thing, yeah. 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 Well... I, they're two slightly different yeah. points, but they no, no. That's, that's yeah. that is. It's, but it's it's like I, I I think I think that that's. A, do you a want sort of... to be making something, or do you want to have made something? This, this or is, ideally both, right? This, this, you want to be yeah. making something and then have made it, but there's obviously a real difference psychologically between the two. That I think that there's that it's it, it's it, this ch- chimes with something that I. This is the fucking most sense making shit that I've said in a little while, right? Chimes with something that I've been thinking recently. Well, I was so I, I was I was considering this this thing about. Um, what what are the things where it's like the 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 thing of them is the enjoyment of the doing and you're not really bothered about like an end state right like mm. the, the the idea it's like I, i've not read finite and infinite games but i think that's what this is about right yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the, the stuff where it's like what is the stuff where you're like you're playing to complete and what is the stuff where you're playing to win right yeah. like why are you washing you know why are you doing the washing the dishes so that i don't have to be washing the dishes anymore yeah so that yeah. i have clean dishes from that you know like like are you doing this because you want to complete it or are you doing this because it's like a fulfilling thing that you want to do yeah um and like should th- they make yeah. dishes that are more fun to wash yeah <laughs> but like gamify I don't, yeah. the kitchen and I, th- I think the thing the thing with this is it's like sometimes it's like it, it depends what sort of thing we're talking about here there are some things w- where you know the the, the getting getting through the, the stuff and I, I i agree with you that i think this is a this is a failure of productivity people because like the question that you always have to ask about them is well what's this for really well it's like right? it's also it's like, just like it, you know, it even accounts for like consuming stuff mm, right the idea of reading x yeah. number of books a year yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast per yeah. week or whatever it's a, right? it's a mindset it's designed, which is ultimately kind of why i gave up on the like the speed list and stuff right because yeah. i was like what is it benefiting me to cram more of these this stuff into my ears in a way that's like there's more stuff that's on the shelf of your brain yeah but how is that helping and it, you? it's not is, is the there an exact line that you can draw there's no because I'm I'm yeah. open to the idea that consuming more could be good. Yeah, I, having a variety of things, especially like yeah. not necessarily more of the same, but like more of different stuff, well, can obviously yeah. be good. But it seems difficult to me to work out exactly like tangibly what the benefits are yeah. when it's like beyond a certain point of basic, mm. you know, understanding and ability, ability yeah. to do the things you want to do. Be- right? Because I think ultimately what this this sort of like the 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 the, the, the way that this is right is like. Mm. If you think about this, the way that the productivity people think about this, like not just for doing stuff, they think about this for, or not, not not directly, and I don't imagine many of them would say this if you push yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. But the implicit message of like must get as much stuff done mindset is like basically this, but for like life writ large. As in, yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to compress the aliveness bit, or like yeah. cram the most into the aliveness bit. But in the cramming, you're basically reducing any aspect of actual aliveness to alive. life. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like you go from being it's, someone it who's must like leave yeah. the biggest dent. As pos- possible yeah. in the world when you're dead, uh, yeah. and ideally that should consume all the time you're alive in yes. trying to make that dent. Absolutely, right? like uh, because because and that was the the, the thing I that I, I remember in that um, I can't remember whether I mentioned this before, but um, Oliver Berkman's uh, Four Thousand Weeks, um, mm. where he's, he's you know a book about like. Uh, anti-productivity like he's the guy who wrote the I've mentioned this before I think the guy who wrote mm. the productivity column for Guardian for years and it was eventually just like you know what yeah yeah sins. basically yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and he, he he sort of made the point that like a lot of this stuff is kind of like based on this like weird 
like implicit belief that there's a either that there's a like a point where you can have done not done everything but like you can you can ever clear out your inbox really you can ever reach a state where you're just like well i've done all this stuff you know you can do projects yeah, when, right when you can, will you become yeah. the real you exactly yeah yeah which is you know obviously that's the thing we mentioned all the time yeah. but like it, it, if you view that for like every little part of everything right yeah like is there any point at which you'll feel like i am a well-rounded cultured individual you know i've read all the of all of the you... novels or whatever and it's like you never will like yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. going to be some someone some dickhead is always going to come along and be like ah, oh, yeah. surely you've heard of it and you're just gonna yeah. be like motherfucker you know i remember reading yeah. that i ought to have read yeah, that yeah, i forgot yeah. that I was meant to read that and one, like yeah. i think i think the thing that you point out right is is that like actually what you should maybe be doing is looking for stuff that like is a bit different to stuff that you like to sort of try and you know do some range finding about you know what what other stuff might i like but mm. not feeling as though you're really missing out unless you know if, if you've not read x you know like there's loads of stuff where it's like i've not read x or i've not watched x my or path through the world to, yeah. is arbitrary and has yeah. not gone through that yeah and if it had gone through that it would have been something else that i wouldn't have gone through exactly right? you know the, 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 there is the, we talk about star wars being finishable right yeah. like the, i still haven't seen yeah, yeah. whatever the newest star wars is but like you know the stop, newest movie I you, haven't seen. you're probably better off but like <laughs> it, it, you know that that stuff is but like there's a lot of stuff that isn't you know yeah. like if, if you take the view of everything in the world like it's been a long time since the point where you know you you know back back in the you know 15th century or whatever it's yeah. like the, you know the, there was literally a last guy who could have read all of the books yeah, in the yeah, world yeah, yeah. and like obviously there's a lot of culture Cox, Georg, yeah. or whatever and this and this is where you know the lindy stuff comes in i guess which is where all the people are just like you know oh yeah the old stuff is the is the good stuff or whatever like you know probably is like there's you know stuff that's stuck around or whatever but i think that if you stress less about reading the quote-unquote right stuff. Don't read right Virgil. Stuff. He doesn't know his shit about agriculture. <laughs> Stop reading him. Stop cultivating yeah. him. But, like, you don't need... I don't think you need to... I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to stress less about you know feeling like there's some big real like you know there's, there's you know the canon or whatever is obviously probably good like the stuff in there is probably good or whatever but like you don't need to have it as a as a as a, as a big thing to test yourself against there's yeah. a list i have in my notion of like you know hundreds of books that are like i would like to read this at some point but like i'm not going to read them all probably i'm going to like and what i've been you know trying to do recently is just sort of read stuff that seems interesting to me at the time and then if there's nothing that occurs to me rng and then go to yeah, that yeah, point exactly. on the list or yeah. whatever you know yeah. like you, you don't need I, I think i think the your life can't yeah. just be this like mm. yeah uh, algae expanding around and encompassing everything and taking over an agar plate or whatever right yeah your life is just a trajectory across things mm. you're skipping across the you know the sea of life or yeah whatever, right and and it, you get to choose the trajectory but you don't get to you, you can't visit every single point on the plane it's not possible yeah. right no instead you have to visit the points you this is like the th i was saying about fan fiction yeah, yeah right yeah. it's like a specific journey through that world yeah. and there's infinite possible journeys but the point mm. is this is a curated journey that says something about someone and what they value mm. right I feel Absolutely. like that's going to be a way of looking at things that's more, yeah. more. You know, that that was the original vision of hypertext. I suppose mm. originally, wasn't it? It was like mm. it wasn't really necessarily the the things you were reading, but it was mm. more like the, the the unique journey that you were now able to make through through those things was what mattered. And presumably, this is true of making things too, right? It's not really about making the best thing or the most thing. Yeah, it's about making the the, the thingiest, the, the thingiest thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I'd say that that's that's sort of the the 
the the the thing here is that the like the process of yeah. making it imbues it with a thingness of its own that only means that mm. you could have been the person that would have made it. Right? Basically, and yeah. that, but that, I'm assuming that's your goal. But I think that should be your goal, right? Yeah. Like generally speaking, it could I think, be. Well, but, I mean, that's you're welcome to make the most thing. Yeah, that's valid but, too. Like, right? like, yeah, but, but that I, says a lot about you if you want to make it. Basically, the thing that I, <laughs> I think the thing that we that I've I always think about, and this is, it brings it back to the thing that you were saying earlier about a lot of problems in this episode. The thing that you were saying nice. about like you know uh, making you know writing like sort of licensed tie novels or whatever the fuck is that like I think that what I want you know I don't make a huge amount of like creative work you know I do a lot of writing but it's not you know it's like bogging or whatever but I don't, I don't make any you know so there's there's very little shelf to my to my stuff um, mm. but you know it, when, when I have in the past you know written you know written music or written um, uh, you know books or, or, or whatever I tried to it's always like like I've I know it's, sometimes I find myself doing stuff and I'm just like why am I doing this like in a business context you know if you're writing a report you're probably not trying to break the mold you're probably trying to like do yeah. something that fits this thing but if I'm doing what's the, yeah. what's the business value in yeah. what you're doing right yeah but like if I'm doing something creative my goal isn't to make something that's you know sometimes you you want to make something that's like another thing for whatever reason yeah but yeah a lot of the time I feel like for me at least it's like what I want to do is make the thing that I would like to make here yeah yeah Regard, you want to yeah. be making the thing yeah. And like there are certain things. It would be good to be making that exactly. thing. And so you're making yeah. it. Right? Because you, you, it's not just about, you know, sort of that, that thing of like, I want to be, it's not something, necessarily something that is enjoyable while I'm making it, but just something where the making of it is the, you know, the, 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 there is there is something about the making of it that is not like necessarily, it doesn't have to be, deri- derivative is a weird, is a weird word. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It right? doesn't like, have to be based on a kind of format or meaning exactly, that, was, yeah. that was, you know, previously. Yeah. And that, I guess that's, the, you know, the sort of the making versus made thing. Maybe right? I like, should find, know. I found my actual original post about this yeah. from a week ago. So yeah. Now, uh, yeah, so much about the way we interact with stuff, blah, blah, blah. Increasing density and efficiency of information input and output. More tasks complete, less time spent on them. Um, yeah, the shelf thing. Um yeah, because what I was saying about this in terms of like, because reckoning with the AI thing with regard mm. to this, right, is that specifically the idea of making something, having made something, this, this, is, this has got some traction. It got like 30 faves or whatever, right? That's my numbers. Numbers. 1630. So that's actually just slightly above a, uh, you know, one to two ratio. Anyway, um, slightly below. Uh, I think there's a lot of things which I don't necessarily actually want. Mm. I don't want the thing, mm. but I do want to make the thing. Yeah. Or if not me, I want someone to have made yes. the thing. I want there to be a person in the world that makes those things, who understands them enough to do so, who values mm. them, who has something to say that reaches others. This is this is like our clinch. I mean, we should end after this. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit short, though. Mm. Maybe I'll save this for the end. No. Uh, <laughs> you can teach other people about the thing and themselves. I think that improves the world and the people in it, and that's what making things is actually for in the first place, mm. right? Yeah. That's kind of what it's about, right? It's, it's about if you're making something, it's not because you want to make the thing. Mm. It's because you want to be one of the people in the world that's ma- that makes that thing, yeah. right? You want th- it's The value of making things is t- for there to be p- people in the world that can make things. Mm. It's not for the things. Because the things are obviously valuable, but that isn't the main value that's being created. It's the fact that you've created a world where there are people that make things in it, right? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. What's the, what's the, <laughs> if you if you try if you if you try your best, then you'll be living in a world where exactly, <laughs> exactly where people yeah. make things. Yeah. yeah. Um, deadline. If you're, if you're not paying yeah. for Google, you're the Google. Yeah. Deadline wine. Deadline wine is is another thing from Masto. Actually, I think mm. it was just me posting things that I posted on on to <laughs> post it. I should put post it notes, and I can put my post and post notes. Um, 
this was the idea of when you're working on a project, mm. I've, I'm coin, trying to coin this term. Sure. This is my first attempt at trying to coin it. Deadline wine. It doesn't necessarily have to be... I think wine deadline might be a better term, but I think deadline wine sounds better, um, which is basically just that when you're working on something... Mm. And your deadline isn't a hard deadline, but mm. it's that you've got a social thing coming up. Yes. Where you'll probably be drinking some wine mm. and as a result, you'll just start blabbing about the thing that you've been working on. Mm. And so you kind of have to get it into a state that's like reasonable yeah, yeah, yeah. so that then when you when you talk about it or you show it to people, mm. you actually have something to show. Because, you, because you're currently thinking, yeah, this is a little project I'm working on. I'm not telling on about it. Mm. But if there's... It doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol-based, but sure. the premise of, of alcohol as a kind of social, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, thing uh, causes people to be a bit more open about stuff. And it's like, I'm, you're currently not being open about something, but later on, you're going to have to talk about it to people. And that's coming up. Mm. And you know you're going to end up talking about it, even if you yeah. don't want to. So you have to actually get it done before then so that you have a thing to show them. That's mm. the deadline wine. That's the that's the, the power of deadline wine. It's good. I like that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's a sort of... A, a it's social pressure thing. Yeah, exactly. But it's like a nice version of that it's a it's nice like, version of paying people yeah. to sit in the room with you while you're working off <laughs> 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 of craigslist yeah um and, and and finally tax forms and the user interface of the future yeah you've heard about this game one? you've heard about this uh, waifu the, i the, haven't no uh, what's this so there's i don't know much about them you'll probably be like oh it's those guys they've done this they've done yeah. that uh, it's one of those like art collectives apparently mm. that do things like they they're probably like extremely well funded they've probably sure. got millions of pounds yeah and they do like shit like make a visual novel mm. that lets you file your tax returns sure as form of a type of uh, protest art against turbo tax oh, okay anyway that's it but i think that that is kind of the future of um you can you can google this. I'm sorry, I was, I was you just can duck it. Yeah. Duck the fuck out of it. Visual novel. Tax form visual novel. Tax Heaven 3000. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, Mischief. Thing. Yeah, I do know these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. They're the ones who made the... They, they, they did like a... They did some sort of like a, a, a rubber chicken bong at one point, I remember, I think. Is it one of those things where every two years yeah. there's like a thing that gets into all the blogs and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're very, they're How long very have they been going on for? That like, sort of thing. Very long um, time. 2016. Oh, okay. Start Bloody hell. They've, yeah, they get a lot of money, apparently. Oh, apparently the guy who made Wordle is, is part of them, which is good. Uh, yeah. Yes, it was it, tw- November 2019, Puff the Squeaky Chicken. <laughs> it consisted of a rubber chicken that was also a functional bong. That's good. Um, I don't know. They just they just do lots of, like, sort of wacky stuff. I mean, they, obviously, they, they, they take lots of, like, you know, they're presumably there's lots of, like, weird, dodgy corporate tie-ins and, 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 and messed up stuff. You know, well, it's that kind of probably. thing where you used to have the idea of an, of an, of an art collective, mm. right? But I feel like that that was subsumed by the idea of an ad agency. Yes. And now any existing, <laughs> existing <laughs> art really, collectives yeah. are effectively yeah. just kind of like rudderless, or at least you'd hope, um, ad agencies. Yes. Presumably they are also getting paid by somebody. I mean, it's, it's to say something about them having like like 11.5 million in the bank or something like that. So clearly they're getting money from somewhere. Mm. Um, and they, or is it just that they bought property and so they're just renting it out <laughs> that's it's it's yeah like i don't know part, part of me is like am i be, gifted yeah. a little uh, hacker space and they were like right well yeah working from home now we're just going to lease this to some yeah we're going to lease this to some uh are they are they they're american right brooklyn yeah oh new york that is weird yeah i i, I, I like uh, they're probably yeah. the mob <laughs> I, th- I think what i what i like about those sorts of things is that they're i i admire people who are able to come up with things that are so memetically sticky yeah, get, that, no, that yeah. is a craft, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That, I don't think that's art. That's mm. actually craft. Sure. You could argue that that kind of art is mm. a craft, right? Yeah. The, the, the specific art of manipulating mm. 
cultural memes enough to make them, you know, like I, Andy Warhol is like a craftsperson more than mm. an artist in a way. Yeah. Right? And it's the craft of, of, of uh, mm. you know, of meaning, meaning making. Yeah. Some meanings. I, I, I guess it's, it's just, it's fascinating to me because it's like, I I don't think that I mean I don't know, maybe it's something that I could teach myself but like yeah. I'm very very bad it doesn't at it, come I naturally to you yeah no no because like I, I I don't I'm I'm not optimized for like attention getting or whatever yeah. or like that specific combination it's of... like a real like young person type of thing to be into right it's like the sort of like I have to spend sixteen hours a day on the internet sure. to find out what all the new words mean yeah. kind of thing yeah because it's I, I... rather than an actual like. Well, that is a craft, right? Mm. That's like, it's just, it's one of those crafts like learning JavaScript where mm. it keeps changing. And the whole point is developing a meta system of ability to keep on in touch with how the culture is changing and the way that everything relates to something, yeah. right? Which I think people can only really do for so long. But that kind of thing, like the mimetically sticky stuff, like mm. what are the things which are just about popular enough that everyone will get them but they're still up and coming enough that they have a freshness to yeah. them for, for most people for example i'd say the idea of like a, a visual novel or a dating sim or whatever is now at some point in around 2020 reached the point i think most people on the internet that would be exposed to that would understand yes. what that is yeah, yeah. but maybe most of them wouldn't have actually played one yeah so it's still something novel and interesting so that novel. makes it more medically sticky sticky right yeah. and then it's tax season right yeah i presume yeah right. yeah, yeah it's, it's like april coming up yeah, right yeah, yeah. uh you got tax Tax season. I'm assuming it's the same tax season in America, but I don't know. They don't even start their week on the right day, so I don't know. Um, And also just the idea of like that being a specific political thing that's been bouncing around for Mm -hmm. a while, the tax lobbying. That is, I'll be real, that's one of those things. Meta tax lobbying, really. Tax law (laughs) regulation lobbying. While I do appreciate that it's a, I don't know, I have a love-hate relationship with this sort of thing. I've taken to referring to them as like Cory Doctorow causes. I was going to use the name, but yeah. yeah. They're they're things which are like, like, like campaign finance reform it's like this is it's you're correct but like ultimately it's such a you can't small make this sexy yeah, even yeah. if you have an anime yeah. girl talk it's, about it's, it right? it's, it's boring but also it's such a small fix or like going on about copyright stuff all the time like the 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 amount that it would actually change anything is so nugatory that even it's, it's like however right it is yeah. however much you get like neil gaiman to talk about it it doesn't like i, I don't think it's ever going to go no maybe that's that's pessimistic of me but like I don't know. I have. I, I obviously have all my own little weird, like little collide, little things yeah. that I find interesting. But like, it, it doesn't that, actually yeah. collide with people's lives on a material level enough mm. for them to actually be incentivized to try yeah. to really put much effort into changing anything. It's so much tinkering around the edges. Like to be, yeah. be to be fair, as someone pointed out to me, like Doctor O has definitely been like on an upward curve in the point where now he's he's. Not, I don't know. He's has he got he's, radicalized a bit more. Definitely, like he's he's way more like you know sort of like this you know sort of pointing out things as like uh, flaws with capitalism whatever now but yeah. i guess maybe probably that he would have done in the boing boing days but like he's still it's still like could it be that a lot of those mm-hmm. ways in which things are, were subtly bad 20 mm-hmm. or 10 years yeah, ago have become a lot more blatant. now just yeah. it's like well now the entire world has become a tech yeah yeah, like, yeah you know, exactly. nightmare it's like yeah, you can actually yeah. like there was i think there was some article about like it was going around was about printers right? everyone's talking about buying printers mm-hmm. right maybe this is like the tax thing everyone's mm-hmm. trying to get their printer yeah i think we're gonna have to get a new printer because even though our printer does work mm-hmm. i've had it open like twice and mm. i can't work out what is causing it to make a, a i've replaced all the toner i've cleaned yeah. every single like fucking you know yeah. fuser roller yeah, yeah, yeah. and for some reason it's still there's a line of it that it doesn't print there's just a line that goes across that doesn't get printed and i've got no idea what's responsible for that line so you might have to just buy the same printer again even though the printer works yeah, yeah. i mean presumably maybe we can get someone to fix it 
But so this, I've had the printer for, for 10 years. So that's 250 quid amortized over 10 years. Yeah, that's 25 right. yeah, quid a year. Yeah, yeah. It's quite good, right? So I won't have to buy a new printer. But I was reading about this, and there's a lot of articles which are just like, yeah, printers are a scam. Printers mm. are a scam, which we all knew. Mm. But it's weird that everyone's going on the, like, printers are a scam. We all know yeah. it's a scam. Just buy this brother printer, which mm. is the printer I already had. Yeah, yeah. The, modern, the new, newer version yeah, yeah. of it. But there was a whole thing about... Apparently, if you buy, like, I mean, you know, imagine buying an inkjet in 2023 or whatever. Yeah. Someone was, like, just some, I think some writer for some magazine or something. And it's just like, you know, I, we had to buy a printer. I'm not really a tech person. Mm. I don't really know about printers. Mm. But I bought this printer and it was, like, substantially worse than I thought. Everything about it was completely insane. Mm. Mm. It was, like, something where they subscribed to a HP service where yes. it sends yes, you yeah, the yeah, ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, like, the way it actually works is, like, deranged in mm. that it's actually you're paying for you pay by the number of pages that you print right so it isn't it's like, one of those things where like, the, like the display on the water filter jug where it's like yeah this is just like it's, it's ridiculous yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's nothing no, yeah it doesn't at all correspond but, so to effectively it's like yeah. instead of so the the way that it the, the sensible way is like mm. well you pay for a subscription service mm. yeah which is x number of dollars mm. a month and then when you run out of ink they always ensure that new ink is there yeah and because they can monitor the printer because it's on the network they can yeah. order the print before it the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the ink before it even runs out and that that seems like mm. a presumably an efficiency of mm. something right they can see the mm. point of that they're trying to make with yeah. that right uh, presumably they can still like make money off of you by increasing the, yeah. the ink's really expensive and the subscription is even more expensive yeah but also it doesn't even work like that what it really yeah. works like is there's like a plan and it's mm. like for 5.99 you get to print 100 pages a month or something <laughs> and then so stupid. and then yeah. when you go over the 100 pages yeah. they fucking lock you out and your printer <laughs> does not work that your printer that, is sitting yeah, there yeah okay that is full pretty of ink, egregious yeah and it will not print any more pages Ugh. right Wretched. So anyway, then the yeah. guy's like, I talked to my friend Cory Doctorow, yeah. <laughs> and he's so Cory yeah. Doctorow's like, yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm sort of even beyond the whole like, I told you so. Yeah, I've just been telling everyone I've told you so for yeah, so yeah. long before I'd even after mm. telling them, you know. So that was the thing. I yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think by a laser printer. Yeah, no, by a brother laser printer. What? What? I think that there's a lot of. But get, I, get the color yeah. one if you need to print out fancy Dungeon and Dragons uh, maps, and the yeah. black and white one if you just need to yeah, print yeah. out normal Dungeons yeah. and Dragons maps. I think. I think what 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 is true about it though? What is like um, um, what I think is like the Cory Doctorow view is is, is is what his thing at the moment is is basically like. Why is everything worse than it used to be? You yeah. know, why why does it feel like even though maybe the Stephen Pinker number because go up, it was thing getting worse, and you weren't listening yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it's, it, it, I think fundamentally it is it is kind of true to say yeah. that everything does feel kind of like it's 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 not not just like on a on a on a on an emotional level, but like the things that you can buy now for the for the same money or for the inflation adjusted amount yeah. are like in in many key respects a lot of the time worse or you know in some measure even deficient. if the total amount of value um, being delivered is yeah. roughly the same there are usually yeah. now like weird edge mm. cases and asterisks on everything that didn't used to be there exactly like everything is everything you know the, the, there are so many so many things that are turning into that hp subscription package where it's just like yeah oh you've gone you know you, we, we we you know i think we it go, might which have been is, 200 you know, pages a month yeah. for 5.99 dollars it's a close to make no difference it's that's an absolutely ridiculous 
thing to yeah. you know, to, like, like, and that, that is one of those things where, like, it's, you know, the Cory Doctorow cause on this point is a hundred percent correct. And yeah. that's the, that's the it's a weird attempt them, right? to just but like deny the yeah. realities of like the yeah. material world. But it's it's you've literally yes. got a printer with the facility and ability to print, yeah. but like and the material so, in it to do so. So right? much of of everything is this now, right? Yeah. Like so, like 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 the operation of fundamental like, like, things of government, where you're just like, why can't this be good? Like or even function like it used to be. Kind of normal. Is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like for 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 for, for us, like there is a certain expectation of normality, yeah. and like that has just like you know the, the 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 stuff has been chipped away and chipped away and chipped away, and all of the you know Blair era sticking plasters have like fallen off as the wounds have expanded, mm. and that's not you know, but it is it is something that I think you know. Is like I I don't like I, I don't know whether it's, it's it's true or not, but I I I think I hope that it's it's something where soon enough there will be enough of a collective, um, you know, sort of uh, abjuration yeah. of things well, being like, it... like that that we that 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 something else can that that not you know not just normalcy in the sort of like liberal political sense but like that there will be a push towards just making things and again not in a third way sense either but like making things work like actually having the desire for the mechanics of state the delivery mechanisms for public services and even just like to actually happen. yeah even consumer you know consumer economy shit yeah. to to work well like things used to because you know you things you used to not not look, again a lot of it does feel like cor- fucking cory doctorate talking points and i feel a little bit bad for being so snitty about it earlier because mm. fuck you know but when you used to have things that you could maintain yourself mm. like and there was an expectation of think goods being of quality you know that, uh, to the extent that you'd want we to think about all the thing. externalities yeah. of having a printer that works or doesn't yeah. work right mm. think about how much relies on these little things that just aren't working if you have a whole society where everything isn't designed to mm. work properly how's that going to impact everything else yeah what's, um, what's going to happen right yeah and I don't know. Part of me is like, I'm trying to my my thing at the moment. Is I'm just trying to think like what could be done to turn that around. Like how do you move mm. from this to that? Like how do you get out of this? Is it trap? a coordinate? It's a, a big fucking problem. thing. Yeah. Is it though character character wise, or is it some other sort of problem? What kind of problem even is it? Let alone what the problem is, but what kind of problem yeah. is it? I'm not sure, and it's the end of the episode. Well, that's but like, next yeah. episode. Well, next yeah. episode, we'll think about that. Because this is what I was thinking, right? What yeah. I was thinking is, it seems to be that there's no strategy anymore. Mm. Everything is tactics. Yes, no, no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Everything is like micro-tactics about how yeah. you can get more. Well, I, and you yeah. can say, oh, is it short-term versus yeah, long-term yeah. thinking, yeah. which is a kind of way of mapping that onto yeah. that. I think it's more just like... But there's Everything no vision for anything, become, right? Like, yeah. like Thatcher was evil, but she had an idea of what she wanted society to look like, and all the things she did actually didn't bring that about, which is it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the thing that well, it's very funny in a very bleak way. The thing we don't, always, we don't, yeah. we're not homeowners. No, exactly. Yeah, we're thirty, we're not homeowners. The, the thing that that like, isn't what yeah. she was going for. Basically, I don't the, think. The, the, the the thing that always like the she thing, kind of yeah. fucked it. No, on exactly. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. <laughs> and like, if you if you if you look at the stuff where she was just like, you know, why are all these people being like, you know, why are all these city boys, you know, the the, the words of Francis Circuit, you know. The the, 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 the the children in the city with their Porsches and the Filofaxes. Yeah. You know, why are they being so good? Why aren't they being like responsible, you know, sort of upright yeah, of the state? But like, you know, again, you know, on, national socialism is at least it's an ethos, uh, whatever the <laughs> quote from the film is, right? Like, you know, there, there's no no one, you know, every, everything is, like as you say, tactical. Everything is like, I would, you know, I, I, I think that we should be enacting the forms of responsibility more. But you tactics know, I would, are all yeah. the ability to try and manipulate mm. the current 
set of mm-hmm. verbs that are flowing into other sets of mm-hmm. verbs. There's no actual object level noun stuff going yeah. on. And the object level noun stuff that's going on in the world seems to be almost a weird side effect that isn't really yeah. the point. And I feel like that everything is happening as a, all the things that we actually care about are mm. side effects of the things that are happening rather than mm. the actual reason that we're doing them. Yeah. And it seems like a very weird indirect way of doing everything that maybe is like a market philosophy yeah. and that's what you end up with right mm-hmm. the idea that, that profit maximization and all that kind of optimization yeah. should be the root of the cause yeah. of everything yeah i don't know that's what it leads to like this feels like like what if you you know the, the, that that adam curtis document documentary hyper normalization this feels like that but for for for, for mm. capitalism right like mm. it feels like all this stuff that doesn't make sense and can't carry on like this but it's just kind of like tottering on mm. and you feel like there's something you know like 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 you how, how long can you carry on doing this thing where like the cycles of of stuff just get tighter and tighter and tighter and eventually yeah it's, you know like well it's because the only the yeah. only like the way that's set up is it's set up to have this kind of like the only hope mm. for the world is for mm. a kind of ayn rand hero to come mm. in and go yes <laughs> we're going to do it properly I, you know we're going yeah. to make a good computer yeah and then they like <laughs> die of liver cancer or whatever you know <laughs> It doesn't seem sustainable. No. It's only there are not that many of these people, yeah. and they're not even that good to begin with. <laughs> I don't. Oh, Before we end, I'm going to read a, a okay. verse from the Bible. Yeah, from this a Bible. Mm. Uh, a random thing. Mm. I don't know which one it's going to be, mm. but I feel like this has a, this is the important. Uh, what this seems important to mm. me philosophically, and it's sure. actually about uh, material things and how mm-hmm. to make them better, which yes. is quite the opposite yeah, yeah, of what yeah. we're saying. Okay, here we go. This is it. Mm. Create alternating areas of light and dark throughout a building in such a way that people naturally walk towards the light whenever they are going to important places. Seats, entrances, stairs, passages, places of spe- special beauty mm. and make other areas darker to increase the contrast. Nice. There Let's walk towards the light, gang. Yep. Good night, folks. Night, folks. <laughs>